All right, Michael, you're in you're in the Thunderdome. Oh, bring it. Bring it, you please. Re- are you ready for this? I don't We're think live. so. This is this is on air. Oh, uh, I, I can't wait. It's so good to be around you guys. All right, we're with Michael Huerta. Michael Huerta. Michael Huerta from CEO and co-founder of Perlex. And we're actually, Michael is the first guest that we've ever recorded live with. So Woo! this is a very... Wow. Wow. This is a very special it's episode. It's a big deal. Wait, yeah. really really quickly, did the Thunderdome pun just kind of go over did your head? Did I go over your head? Are you a Mad Max person? The Thunder Dome? It did, actually. Yeah, yeah. Dude, dur- it's Dur in the middle. Oh, it's like the thunder. It's like the federalist paper. Yes, exactly. We only do dur puns. That's all we do. You're making us feel like nerds right now, man. No, hey, listen, we're all gonna get there. Everybody's gonna love it. So wait, describe to me live versus non-live. Well, like versus like Zoom remote. Oh, like you're at my table right now. Physical. We all have the same whiskey. Isn't it amazing being what together? Did you, yeah, what did you get? This is a good way to start. What did you get us? This is, is this? a little bit of Hatazaki Collection Pure Malt, eight year. It's the Kaiko Distillery. Mm. Are you are you a connoisseur? I don't really. I mean, it we're normally like drinking pronies. Th- so this, this is this is this is Yonezawa family. Okay. 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 One of the first families to actually put DERs. At their distillery in Japan. Are you serious? Are you bullshitting us right I'm now? I'm totally bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Smart man like, br- bring, brings an offering to uh, yeah, to Dirtif. Smart man. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. any future guests, you know, we got a. This nice is the bottle. bar. You know the baseline. Yeah. This is the bar. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's we only gonna get higher. Gifts. It's only gonna get higher. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we take gifts, not bribes. And you know, <laughs> so you know stuff about whiskey. I think you also know stuff about like wine, and you have like a ranch in North Carolina. Uh, so in Virginia, we do Virginia, Virginia, right. Charlottesville, Virginia. So I don't, I'm sure some folks, some listeners will this is know. the get to know you section, by the way. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah, well, so you're, you know, so we're thing, breaking you in. So the thing I'd love to say is Charlottesville, Virginia is the clean energy epicenter, apex solar, apex wind, sun tribe, right? On and on and on. And Perlex. And Perlex. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have East Point doing a ton of battery storage throughout the United States sleepers in the midwest sleepers in cali sleepers in texas and it's all charlottesville based capital so just keep an eye on charlottesville right like that is where it's a little mini clean energy hub is charlottesville where the the funders of net power are like eight rivers capital i think they're called doesn't ring a bell do you know what i'm talking about though net power the like the only gas ccs design that makes any sense Mm. okay Anyway, it may, it may. I love that that you're like. He's talking clean energy. I want to go down. I want to go down the heat rate rabbit hole. I love heat rates. You guys both want energy, and I was like, Charlottesville. Great chocolate covered bacon there. What? That's like my top memory of Charlottesville's diner. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Nice. Chocolate covered bacon. So good. Have to get on that. Do you have solar on your, on your, your, farm what do i call it a ranch a farm uh orchard 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 yeah so so like pete well so we're we're doing the planning now we're gonna do we're gonna we have vineyards already planted we're yeah uh we do have some cannabis planted but that's you know an annual right not a perennial so we want to do more sort of perennials and and we actually want to do native plants it's legal it's legal 
Well, it was legal in Virginia. You know, the, the politics tend to change. Was? <laughs> yeah, you know, the, you, know you, you never really know who, <laughs> who quite runs the state house at any given moment. All right. But one thing about, I, I feel like anywhere you live is native plants. And mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. going to be, you know, we're, we're doing, we're going to do native grasses. So we're going to burn the existing fescue, which is obviously not carbon neutral. Mm-hmm. But we realized, we did the math, in two and a half years, that will be not only recovered from the carbon, everything would have been sequestered beyond that just by having native grasses, native trees. Because a lot of the farmland throughout Virginia, who knows where else, United States, has been plowed over. Yeah. Right? Oh. It's been yeah, totally... Yeah, it's going like, to get that nice soil that can take yeah. in the carbon better. Yeah. So that, that's Science. really our... And are it's you, a permaculture focus. Are you doing that's s- awesome. uh, solar as well? So we want to do... We want to do... Uh, what's James, that's what a farm is. It's a big, it's a big <laughs> solar Those farm. are big yeah. solar. <laughs> <laughs> Agrovoltaics. Oh, you're going to do that? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, do you know what this is? No. Go ahead, please. Okay. I'll, it's So imagine ground mount solar, but like kind of spaced out more in such a way that oh, some sick. of the sun gets through. And so it's, you can it's, like, you can grow stuff. It. And what's interesting is a lot of plants actually in much of the US will get too much sun. Um, and so farmers put up like shade cloth and stuff. Why not put up solar? That is it's really so cool. Sick. Yeah. And then if you also you, you can vary the height of the agrovoltaics and create little microclimates around the amount of mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. which will settle overnight. And so it's like probably pretty good for the wine. Good for the wine, but also just good for any the blueberries or any Dude, it, it you're varies. Grow really dank, right? Are you doing yeah. are you doing a vineyard too? <laughs> yes. This is sick. Dude, I'm can I move there or please? Like <laughs> I guess like our podcast like studio. We, we in, should, we in should your do barn? a podcast in Charlottesville. I'm down. Absolutely. We can get yeah. all of We're going to do yeah. that's uh Dirt Fest Volume 2 in Charlottesville maybe. I mean, we can go we can, So little At known the orchard. little known fact, um the manager of Dave Matthews Band is a huge investor in renewable energy in Charlottesville. Wow. Yeah. And Dave Matthews right, Band, they're going to, you know. Yeah. Fi- you know, Fish, all these guys. It's just wow. huge little episode. Interesting. Why well, actually And believe it or not, I'm just going to say it, Snoop Dogg also has interests in renewable energy via charlottesville that is wow, wow. Charlottesville my is mind really, is completely really blown place right to now. Be. wow snoop dog dmb agro agrovoltaics <laughs> this is wine blueberries <laughs> cannabis <laughs> we're gonna talk later about festivals because the you know yonazawa family the yonazawa family first durs in in japan <laughs> all right so we're gonna we're, i wonder if they're transacting with the grid this is actually a quick <laughs> potentially this is something that I really want to know, which is when did you get dirt pilled? Oh man, it's a great question. Um, shoot, two thousand nine, early. Good year. Early. What? 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 what yeah. Yeah. Set the scene. What was going on? Yeah. So um, I was at Lehman Brothers. I was lucky enough to be there when I graduated college. Um, had a great job on the trading floor. I was trading equity derivatives um lehman brothers obviously went bankrupt i dodged shit nine ten rounds of layoffs and finally like post the barclays acquisition were you like a beast on were you like johnny arnold on the floor did you just like slip through the cracks um no i probably slipped through the cracks (laughs) (laughs) yo our our boy jay arnold right now like no no one can compare right yeah (laughs) it's a tough bar to yeah no yeah um but yeah finally like in spring of 2009 caught the axe and my wife Supriya Ranade she was 
early days trading and brokering Rex renewable energy credits wow. at Evolution Markets, which like this remember like post Obama, everybody thought and myself yeah. included that this was going to be like you know the matrix of the future of clean energy. The revolution was upon us, right? Yep. And obviously, it didn't quite go as according to plan. Um, but you know, re you know, RPSs were just spawning everywhere. Reggie was a big yeah, deal, yeah. right? Yep. And so the amount of flow, you know, New Jersey, SREX, all that stuff. And so she was part of that whole program. And, you know, myself being like a Wall Street douchebag, <laughs> Supriya was like, hey, <laughs> you should look into this like solar stuff, right? You should look into renewables. A lot of the stuff I did on the trading floor was tax driven. Uh, so, it was very, so I understood tax oh, wow. equity yeah. kind of intuitively. I didn't mm -hmm. understand it specifically to renewables, right? Like depreciation, all that. But you had the right sort of frameworks and yeah. Yeah, I could kind of put it together in my brain. And um, so a lot of her introductions, you know, post Lehman, I'm very grateful obviously for that, but I'm very grateful for the Lehman Brothers bankruptcy because if it were not for that, I might still be on Wall Street and I wouldn't be with you fine people. Oh man, that'd right be a tragedy. Would, that no. would be a tragedy. Seriously. So wait, so, but it was solar. I mean, that's utility scale. We're talking dirt. Wait, so wait, but so your answer to the question was your wife derpilled you. My wife derpilled yeah, okay. me. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. But what, so when did, when did, so that was like utility scale solar. Did that like pull you down the rabbit hole? Or? So it, it was actually CNI solar. Oh, yeah. People okay. forget yeah. early days of solar oh, was pretty shit. much driven by distributed. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Like the solar city yeah, days like, what, and like all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, so and we, like Jigger doing like the, that was all CNI. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, on Edison. Yeah. Yeah. We were doing stuff in uh, Gainesville, GRU, part of the feed-in tariff, 33 mm. cents kilowatt hour. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were getting quoted. <laughs> that's, even that's sweet. That's <laughs> nice. No, it was crazy. I mean, Wait, like, did you do the whole like, uh, bin, bid in, win the RFP, build it like two years later when costs came down like 30% and like make a killing routine? It was more of um, there were a bunch of folks that bit into it, promised exactly what you said, and, and then it didn't. quite complete. <laughs> and so we were sort of, you know, in Just a position like, to pick it up. You're on yeah. trash duty. Yeah. 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 You want to nice. hear a crazy one is my, one of our co-founders, Brian, um, in Japan, actually. Nice. They had a feed-in tariff program that was 24 cents a kilowatt hour mm. in like 2010. Mm. And he went over there and did like, I don't know, 100 megawatts or something. They're just building some of them now. No. <laughs> Like a sixty megawatt with a twenty-four later? cent feed-in tariff. Wow, it's going to be the highest. You can do the math. Solar That's project amazing. Ever. You yeah. can do the math on, and plus yeah. it's Japan, so they were like three percent. Like that was wow, that was like yeah. the buyer's yield. That's incredible. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's all in the developer fee then. The whole, everything. All the like they, excess take sort construction of, yeah. cost twenty-four cent and three percent debt oh, or whatever it is crazy. in Japan yeah. and like. Probably cleared 40% debt fees. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow, good for him. Well, it was interesting because, I mean, I remember getting quoted like six, seven bucks a watt EPC, <laughs> oh right? Insane. And at, you know, at 33 cents a kilowatt, it was still 30% ITC. And I think we were in cash grant on some of these. Yeah, the early so, ITC days. Were yeah. you guys like, oh, this is going to be tight? Well, of course, of course, of course <laughs> it was tight, but yeah. it was always tight. It was still sufficiently lucrative, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So CNI Solar 2009, that's, that's pretty... That's pretty badass. Um, but what now is your favorite dirt? Uh, my favorite dirt. Um, you know, I really like, um, I really like efficient lighting. Mm. Is that a dirt? 
Dude, so you and Kieran, he said induction stoves. No, like, but lighting you is like lighting is like <laughs> more of a thing. Like people do turn off lights, like respond to demand response and stuff. But you said he said efficiency. Well, are you so, talking controllable lights or efficient? Well, like, so this is what's crazy, right? Is a dir right? Yeah. People assume it's like dispatchable or schedulable, mm -hmm. and it's easy to say. Well, obviously a battery. It's easy to say. Well, obviously you know EV yeah. EV load, right? Or, or you can or even demand response, right? But like, what is actually a distributed energy resource? Yeah, it's any electrification amenity in a home. Anything that uses power, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so, in an induction, reject, you reject our definition. I think I agree with you. Ooh, That's so. Cool. In, so does I, that mean induction is a dir? We we owe Karen an apology. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said efficient lighting, though. Mm, that's true. Induction right? does increase load. Well, people forget, mm. like in PJM, for example, energy efficiency is a capacity resource. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I used right? to have to call oh, wow. people like if to I install confirm. an efficient light in the winter. Yeah. Then in the summer during the peak, the peak's going to be less as long as you my lights are been on. Oh, that's wild. Right, and you can actually bid that in. That's so I used to evaluate whether those were still like available and I would call people and be like, hi, so four years ago you bought lights and you installed them in hallway two. <laughs> Are those lights still installed? And they're like, uh, yeah. That yep. was like my first job. Working great. Yeah, no, it's Was true. like calling people to be like, no, no one said that. They were all like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> I, I like know. have no idea. I think what that people guy forget got fired. About, like, <laughs> Like on that, right? Like I think what people forget about is what creates value, right? Energy efficiency creates value immediately. Yeah. yeah. Batteries create yeah, value yeah. long term. Solar create like long term. You have to think about the customers, the renters, the owners, whoever lives there, the consumer, and what can save immediately. That to me is a dirt. Yeah, what yeah, puts yeah. money in, in Main Street's pocket today, right? And what does that today? A thermostat. What does that today is efficient it's, lighting. It's not. I hate to say it, it's not solar. I get yeah. that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, it's like, actually, yeah. I mean, we're doing a lot of s smart thermostats in small commercial spaces, and it's wild how they don't even have smart thermostats. Like, it's 2022. You would think. Right? And it's you can create, like, 10, 15-plus percent savings sometimes. Off the bat. Like, it's yeah. wild. It's, it's for wild. Like, it's like a three-month ROI. It's, like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. insane. Well, similarly, like, you still see commercial buildings with, like, tube fluorescent lighting. And you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think yeah. I think DER should actually stand for distributed energy revenues. Back Ooh. to the owner. Oh. Wow. What brings it fastest and with most volume, right? I like it. All right, you you changed my mind. Um, we're gonna we're gonna give it to you. Efficient. I'm gonna say you defended that position much better than Kieran did. <laughs> yeah, he, he was just like it'd be cool if we he put was a little battery on the, the stove yeah. done he wasn't dumb. ready for the he, he, wasn't, he was no, not ready yeah, sure yeah, yeah. not ready well which is mind-boggling because like think about it right like karen's in a services business but it's it's like jeff bezos says god bless him right like focus on what customers want yeah give people what they yeah, want yeah. you will get as a vendor of quote durs what you want volume and scale right so you know jigger has said this as well just save people money doesn't matter how you do it yeah. And eventually you'll aggregate enough of the load of the electrons or what have you aggregate it. And retail then, it, it is very true. It, schedule. I mean, our it. Space do all your is fancy like, stuff later. Yeah. Yeah. Just give people what they want. Not to mention efficient lighting is often a better lighting product, right? It's blue. Once LEDs came out. Yeah. 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 Or, or it could be whatever. It's totally tunable to whatever you want. Right. Which is so tied to other like dir thing. Right. Dir is mm -hmm. often 
aren't just about reducing the commodity cost of the service. It's about providing a better service as well. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Well, I mean, in that vein, better service is dispatchable HVACs or not HVACs, water heaters. Oh yeah. What's better about that? Well, I mean, a water heater is by definition a resistor on the grid, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just, it is, it's a thermal resource. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can schedule that and dispatch that intelligently, like that's better than load. Yeah. That's but you, than you went back to what's good for the grid. But you were just saying you got to think about what's good for the customer. Right, because customers well, don't so, really care about that. No. So, so, well, yeah, so, so what's better water. for a heater true, true, to the customer? True. Well, so, okay. So if you can finance a hot water, a smart hot water heater right. for the customer, right. then the customer gets distributed energy revenues so it's cheaper. into their pocket. Yeah. Right? Well, because that's the thing with the smart thermostats. Like, smart thermostats don't save most people energy. Sorry. No, it's true. Don't they don't? No. Why not? Because people use it more. I don't think that's true. I I done mean, I don't many know evaluations on it on the Resi side. So on the Resi side, definitely true. Interesting. Like it's not but, true but for you, but, mean, you mean bulk energy though. Like well, aggregate I mean, I mean energy. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Very good. At peak. At peak. Yeah. So you gotta be able right. to optimize it though. Right. Which is right. of course valuable. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I'm not but sorry. From a, like, quote, I'm very pro smart thermostats. Yeah, just yeah. from an energy efficiency perspective, thermostats are like, it's very controversial. Like the they space. haven't delivered what they've promised from a from they a They haven't proven that they've delivered what they've promised. Yeah. There's like a lot of differing opinions. Yeah. Like What's your view results. of Ohm Connect? Ooh. Ooh. Um, no, I think Ohm Connect's good because Ohm Connect's doing things like in short time periods, right? Like mm. I think in short time periods, thermostats great right like it's just a means of control it's a means of control you Mm -hmm. want to turn something down a couple degrees like Mm -hmm. that's very effective what i mean is like um like program i mean like especially like those little um modlets right like think ego in new york you could like plug it in you Uh, could like get on your app like your room ac and then like it could be controlled for dr that program ended up getting killed i love that thing that thing was great yeah but but it got killed because like people ultimately always had their room AC off when they weren't home and they turned it on when they got home. But then it was like 90 degrees when you got home and then they yeah. get a modlet and they're like, mm. I can turn it on before I, I get home. Which is why everyone loved it. I'd yeah. be on the subway and just like, yeah, that's so, yeah, so it actually use a little more energy. I'm talking about yeah. like we install in like a commercial space and like, we'll even see after like they don't even have schedules or something like they're just running it like 68 like flat yeah, like, yeah, all yeah, yeah. like no commercial out. there's probably yeah, more yeah, opportunity yeah. because i could co- see in resi I, I i i hear you people are irrational in the resi space yeah. well we're getting myself included like <laughs> yeah it's freezing in here colleen no, I'm kidding. Exactly. I was like, I actually turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> I have heat pumps, though. Look how cool those heat pumps are. Oh, damn. Ooh, that's a nice, nice, that's here that's a nice register for it. Oh, Look in the that. ceiling. That's so much better than the wow. clunky, like, Lego brick thing. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did walk in. That was, was one like, of my big projects. There is so much closet space in here. <laughs> that's why she did it, to save. Yeah. Uh, yes. I knocked out space. my gas furnace closet. Really? I got right. myself nine square that's feet. That's big money in New hey, York City. Like couple that's square huge that's, in New York City. Yeah. That's like nine grand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Easily. Paid for itself. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. That's getting, what I mean. Better. Not yeah. just delivering a commodity. <laughs> well, better. again, distributed energy, energy revenue. revenue. No, right but there. You, go, you see, you keep going back to the cash flows. Duncan's saying like performance. 
you know, or like quality. Yeah. You see, I mean, not to say that that's not valuable. Like cheaper commodity, right? But yeah, right. Regardless, let's let's well, let's keep going. Right, let's let's dive deeper. Wait, he's got he's got it. Well, I was just say like ultimately, right? Like DERs compete with natural gas electrons baseload, right? And like, how does that work? Like how how are how are right. DERs going to be in the money against that, mm-hmm. right? And like that, how do you deliver value? How do you deliver revenue to customers? And right, good old FERC twenty two twenty two. He looks. You look at everything like a trade. I love it. Well, it has like the, electrons in the money against gas. It <laughs> has. <laughs> well, but, but, no, but think about it, right? I mean, yeah, the, no, 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 we no, talked about right. John right. Arnold you're earlier, right? right? Yeah. Like, I mean, no, ultimately, arbitrageurs will create this market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah. we have to think and act like. You know, I, I what the what I think the problem is with quote DER folks like ourselves is we get hung up on the implementation of technology. You know, the the widget. Fuck the widget. You know what? You know what's really interesting? What is the value to the trader, to the customer, oh. to the market, and how and how do you leverage that mm-hmm. to get scale and get more? Fuck the widget. There's widgets everywhere. I like that. He's saying he's he's throwing it in your face, Doc. We gotta clip that. Put, put, put that for the future intro that we've been talking about. It's so good. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. No, no, that I, I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it does it is a huge driver. But okay, so we're gonna we're gonna keep coming back to the we're like already in the weeds, but one more just because I'm curious, I was gonna skip this question, but what's the last job you wanna have? The, ah, shit, dude. <laughs> last job <laughs> Well, so I've only ever had two jobs, Lehman Brothers and Generate Capital. What are you? Do you have a job now? Technically, at Perla. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah. Yeah. So that would be, I guess, my third job. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I guess Perlex, right? Obviously, like, yeah. who, who doesn't want to be free, right? Like, everyone wants to have freedom and be in a position to create and do beautiful things with beautiful people. So surely, Perlex will be my last job. But ultimately, I think the last job is like what we're doing here, scaling this, thinking about like new energy futures. Yeah. Cause there is a new energy future upon us, right? Like people talk about the Petropolis, you know, Houston is the petroleum metropolis, mm-hmm. right? And Houston is like the largest refinery oil and gas capital in the Western hemisphere. I think yeah. Abu Dhabi or UAE or Saudi is like number one, right? That's a true petropolis. And, and look at what they've done with their petroleum capital, right? I mean, everything we do, I mean, we're drinking what, you know, we're sitting on this table, we're talking these microphones, we're, we're pushing electrons and vocal cords through this equipment. This is all because of plastics, it's all because of oil and gas. But how do we get to what my last job wants to be is that electron future, right? The electropolis. Yeah. That's, that's what I think is where we can all go. Like that would be amazing. So where's the electropolis going to be? It's going to be in all of us, right? We can all do it. <laughs> no, seriously, think about it. We can yeah. all do it individually. And we're all, we all already, are doing it but you don't think there'll be a a houston like a central well, you did. yeah we were talking before and you were talking about this yeah do you Virginia want to talk about that project a... now i feel like we we still got to talk about like what pearl x does and everything of but course yeah, yeah we can should we talk about the yeah do you talk... think houston could go from a petropolis to an electropolis i don't think houston can i think they have to and they will Right, like talk, talk to the owners, talk to the politic, talk to the landowners, the politicians. Yeah. They like they're they know. Well, not only do they know, I mean, look at, you know, their history of hurricanes. Look at their history of climate inequity and energy inequality, and look at look at any you know any of these communities in these refinery areas, right, and the pollution and the issues. Um, 
that that actually is the future, right? Like yeah. Houston shines a light on where us as a society will eventually go, whether we like it or not, by hook or crook. Yeah. Because it has to happen. And Houston is already making strides to do it. Just from a private sector, you know, there's a, the amount of the volume and velocity of oil and gas capital moving into distributed renewable energy infrastructure coming out of Houston is mind blowing and nobody yeah. talks about it. Nobody mm. sees I mean, it. Warburg, are they Houston? I mean, they're oil and gas. They're not Houston. They're not Houston based, they're, but similar yeah, idea. Doing lots of oil and gas. Yeah. Man, I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I'm holding myself back from talking like petro industrial complex stuff right now with you because we, we're going to, Colleen's from like, from the petro dollar do to the electro dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen's like, don't do it. Um, so well, give us at least we're going to, we're going to come, we're going to talk culture hacking later. Okay. And we're going to talk about your project at rice, but why don't, okay. So Colleen and Duncan, I feel like haven't really even, do you guys know what Perlex like really does? Like no, like I've been to level. the website <laughs> and I have questions. Ask them. Ask them. Like what is Perlex? <laughs> Can, I <do> <laughs> yeah. Can I try to pitch Perlex? Yes. Please. Like, oh, that's he, here's my like, like yes. one yeah. sentence right, kind of like. What is so my understanding of Perlex is that Perlex has solved multifamily on-site solar. That's kind of like what I think of Perlex as. That was beautiful, but you missed one word. Solar. And storage. Bam. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. knew. I was like, you didn't Bam. say flex. So. Okay. Yeah. I have. <laughs> not gonna be happy. Like, right, no, no, but that was that was spot on. Yeah. So like, I'll I'll I'll, yeah, I'll elevator pitch you on your business a little bit. No, that was beautiful. Um, yeah. So for the longest time, right, where one is renting, they've not been able for all sorts of energy measures, but solar and storage included, and being kind of a big, um, uh. Uh, a big sort of victim of this problem is the split incentives pro pro problem, right? Yep. Where, yep. you know, you're not going to invest in the building, even though you pay the power bill. Yep. Um, so how do you guys, one, is that a decent summary of what you do? And then two, how do you actually solve that? Yeah, no, it's spot on, right? Like, I mean, what's crazy is if you think about like solar, like DERs, let's say that my favorite DER was solar, right? For instance, that is basically been exclusively 650 plus FICO, single family homeowner amenity, yeah. right? Or, or you just own it cash, which is totally fine, right? Yeah, yeah. And that market has been exclusively served by the Sunruns, the Sonovas, the Vivens of the world and Tesla. And that's, that's a beautiful product and a beautiful thing. That market is incredibly efficient, right? You know, the, the, the level of innovation is strictly cost of capital gain, mm -hmm. right? And this is a syndicated, this, this stuff flows through asset backed Wall Street left and right and, th and that also is a beautiful thing because it does scale right but it's it, it excludes an entire segment of society which is renters right, right. renters by definition how do you want to write a renter maybe james has 650 fico maybe he doesn't maybe he's credit disabled maybe he's not maybe he pays his rent maybe, maybe he moves out tomorrow and i put solar on his roof he's certainly not going to invest in putting solar in his roof as a tenant right so how do you underwrite that and that's that's a split incentive problem fundamentally. And yeah. this might be kind of basic, but just for some listeners sake, when you say underwrite, what do you mean? Bank, right? So if I'm going to install an infrastructure, an electrical amenity, I need to know that I can utilize that with their consumption for 30 years. So basically as the, the lender or financier, like how do you decide? This, I would say this the, is a good choice. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. The, the equity owner. Ultimately yeah. we have to have some level of, surety or certainty that yeah. 
the consumer of those electrons will be there for some period of time. Yeah, I mean they're off. They're, they're gonna off have a product to sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay, so question: Are you so you you both mentioned renter? So is this specifically? It's specifically multifamily rentals as opposed to also like multifamily condo or co-op buildings. So it, when you install solar, right? Like yeah. it's all about the horizontal relative to the vertical. So imagine like high urban density, like here in Brooklyn or in New York City. That is actually tough to put solar or battery on because sure. the amount of yeah. vertical load yeah. relative to horizontal space is pretty limited. Yeah, yeah. And you, so, so the values. Yeah, yeah, power density of solar. Yeah. Right. So the value, because ultimately, like, look, the solar and the battery is actually the Trojan horse for, for the long term energy amenities, right? It creates right. value for the landlord. What does the landlord get out of it? They get rent. Like we deliver good income to landlords. We pay, we have a 30 year commercial lease. We're a commercial energy tenant. What I always say is we convert real estate into the energy estate. And that opens up an entire swath of possibilities. And the solar and the battery is just the beginning of it, right? We've talked about thermostats. We talked about uh, induction stoves. We talked about water heaters. All of that is available. But ultimately, what do landlords want? They want rent. Yeah. Perlex pays rent. What do the renters want? They want savings and amenities, backup power, right? Accessible, affordable, protection. cheaper and better. Yeah. Of course. So he, yeah. here's I guess okay, so I guess right. So from the rent so in the rental space actually it's a little bit easier because you have you still kind of have like one off taker for the building. Well, so, well no. Which is the right. Landlord. So no, but he's not doing that. That's what's interesting about them. So wait, yeah, yeah. let's explain the model a little bit, right? You yeah, pay rent to hear. the landlord. Where does the power go? Uh, the power, so the power will go to either common area meters or to individual renter meters, tenants that live in the community. So the tenants realize the savings. Yeah, yeah, and the tenants consume the load. And ultimately what we do, right, is we, we step in as the, as the gross, we're, we essentially have a gross energy lease in partnership with our landlords. And our landlords are incredible participants, right? Like they're visionary, like they were visionary building the real estate, and now they're visionary again with that energy estate. And what they're saying is, hey, my tenants pay me rent to live there. Now my tenants will pay me energy rent to save money or to have backup power, right? And, and really what we're doing is we're not, we're, we're not asking, take Quail Ridge. We have 222 renters that live there. We're not checking 222 FICO scores. We're not running credit on all of that. No, what we're saying is, it's, think of it as community solar. When we underwrite it, yeah. There's offsite community solar that's at 90, 120, 250 kV interconnects out in the desert or in a field somewhere. We're doing 480 volt community solar on site at the community. At, at the actual community with actual resiliency benefits. Yes. Like, we're throwing so much shade at Kieran right now, man. I'm sorry. Wait, normal community solar does not bring. Like it's not actually the community. Like, it's accounting. Yeah. 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 Right. So, right. so that, yeah. that's a really helpful analogy though. Right. So yeah, typical community solar, it's offsite. And then as the owner of that system, you can sell credits to anyone in that, like generally like utility territory or whatever, like the zone of the ISO, but whatever, like somewhere kind of nearby. Yeah. So that's your total addressable market for these credits. Yours and is like individual subscribers can churn out of yeah, that platform yeah. and, and you still you just find an, a new there's subscriber. another one right yeah. for right. you it's the same idea but the tam the the is the building right and people can quote churn which would mean they move out but then somebody else moves in 
Precisely. Right? Like our, the, the risk that we, you know, to, to, to put a finance hat on, the risk we underwrite is not churn and attrition, it's vacancy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The right. only thing that hurts you is if that apartment sits unoccupied. Right. But, but let me ask, okay, I move into, we're just getting in. All right. I move sure. into a building. Uh, it's a Pearl X building. Um, do I have to agree to buy your power or it's kind of just like built that I have agreed by moving in? Yeah. So essentially you've agreed by moving in. Right. So yeah. like, like my first apartment in New York city, I think I paid water, but I didn't pay trash. Yeah. Right. But, I, but my trash was effectively embedded in, your rent. in my rent. Right. And so what we do with the landlords is we, we bundle their electricity bill in with their rent. Yeah. Oh, and okay. it ju it's just part of the amenity package, but we show them very clearly. Right. Like, and this is where consumer psychology actually gets real, you know, deep on it is, you know, Hey, you could have paid uh, direct energy or green mountain power a hundred dollars a month or SoCal Ed or PG&E $200 a month, but instead you paid Pearl X, you know, 180 a month, right? And so that and was your you saving. got clean, wait, wait, but, resilient power. But like did they also pay you? Did the renter pay you or did the landlord pay you and the renter's just paying the rent? Pays the landlord, then comes back to Pearl X. Yeah, so it's, it's, but it's, it's embedded it is in their rent. Yeah, it's, very, so it's variable with their, with, and that's all of the accounting and all the data. But so the but the landlord ends up with more rent and the customer ends up with savings because of the total value generated. Yes, and then what's crazy? So is like you wait, wait, just so you don't take like a, the renter's credit card number and get paid by them. In some cases, we we do and we can. It okay. really depends, depends on on like the arrangement. Well, this is what we're each, each kind landlord, of working on, right? Yeah, down yeah. in Texas with Texflex, yeah. each landlord has their idiosyncrasies and accounting nuances, right? The one thing, like, again, keep customers happy. Landlords are our customers. Renters yeah. are our customers. Let's talk about landlord happiness. How are our landlords happy? They get to monetize unused roof space and electrical yeah. roof space. And we pay them rent that they would have never imagined someone would have paid oh, them what for. What else is... Right? Like, yeah. literally, right? I mean, it's, it's considerable rent, right? It, it adds You're up. paying them rent. We're paying them rent. It adds up. Oh, okay. It's incredibly considerable. Now, you know, what happens with that? Like ultimately in exchange, we're getting the right to serve and manage all the electrons at the community. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's really the value now for the tenants, for the renters that live there. So it's almost like, so I just said community solar, total address, total addressable market. It's actually almost like a little franchise, right? Well, so it's funny in Texas, um, like you're a utility, but it's behind the meter. Yeah. Yeah. But like you're a, you're a little utility. Well, so I think actually, building. it's closer to mineral rights. So this yeah, is where this Texas, I was, I was going to go here. This is where Texas is awesome. Yeah, they right? get it. They get it. Yeah. Cause so in Texas, yeah. right? Like you'll go out to a swath of land, hundred acres, you know, you're well within a pipeline easement or whatever. And you know, big oil and gas is going to say, Hey, Duncan, can I'll pay you yeah. 10,000 a year, but anything that ever comes out of your, your land is mine. And you're like, cool. And then may maybe you'll get like a variable payment on top, right? Yeah, you get yeah, some yeah. Residual a thing. taste. Yeah, yeah. And now that's the, min that's the mineral estate on your real estate. Mm -hmm. Pearl X is the same thing at multifamily. Yeah. And we acquire the energy estate. We yeah, negotiate yeah, yeah. a partnership with the landlord on, on their real estate. Yeah. I guess what I mean meant by franchise right really is the renter can't sign up with Green Mountain Power. They're in a Pearl X building. 
Yes. Well, so this is where Perlex again delivers value, right? Yeah. It has to make sense or no one would want it, but yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, so energy choice is so important, right? Like a lot of our renters and customers are low middle income because again, we don't underwrite FICO nor, nor yeah. do we distinguish, right? Yeah, we yeah, underwrite yeah. the community. Yeah. And so it's very important that again, it's accessible, right? It's affordable. Um, so how do we, how do we deliver on that promise? We run a process in deregulated markets, like with David Energy. Yeah. And we say, hey, like we, Perlex knows the clearing price of, you know, retail power in Texas or in New York or wherever. And California is California, whatever. Um, but so we know <laughs> that in order for us to provide a compelling package to our renters and to our landlords, we need to compete. And what's funny, right? Let's take 222 renters. Each of them may have their own deregulated supplier. We say, hey, listen, we're going to aggregate all of you guys and we're going to go out and get CNI level pricing, let's say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And deliver for the, that for the saving. excess energy beyond the solar. Right. Yeah. And so we're going to aggregate, we're basically turning in 222 individual residential price rep contracts into one single CNI rep contract. Right. Yeah. So we're at, like, we're doing an agreement with you guys yeah, to yeah, serve yeah, yeah. the net load no, on I get the building. It. Yeah, yeah. And then it's cool. So That's like, really cool. I mean, a way to think about it is like the net load is still retail choice, but that building is now like long power. Yes. Yes. Um, well, and then ultimately, probably a good idea right now, but that's where you need to be in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Well, and ultimately look like the alignment of incentives between the real estate owner, Perlex and the renters and the retailer and the, and the grid for that matter in right. Texas is like, is one to one. Cause when, when that, when the market says, Hey, I need $1,000 power, 2000 power, $2,000 power. Who's going to drop load the Pearl X community. And who's, who's actually going to receive a return on that? The retailers, the grid and the yeah, renters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, then, so from the landlord's perspective, really the risk is just that they believe in you, that you're going to do a good job. Cause like the, the, not, you know, the, the worst outcome could be like Pearl X sucks and people don't want to rent my build my apartments anymore. Cause you can only take Pearl X power in my building. Yeah. Um, I, I think even the, like they have to kind of trust you. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean yeah. this, this business is built on trust, right? Yep. Like same I mean, as ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fundamentally. Right. Like, I mean, and, and you know, these are long-term assets with long-term people. Yep. Right. I mean, these real estate owners are, sophisticated, thoughtful They They own these massive portfolios with renter, thousands of renters for a reason. Right. And of course, you know, just like any vendor, they need to validate us and vet us yep. and trust doesn't happen overnight. Right. But ultimately I, I, I think what they see is they say, Hey, I have an energy amenity. The crazy the thing I would have never anticipated yeah. about this business is we've all been renters. We, I, I had a very fraught relationship with my landlord. Like every single landlord I ever had, they, I didn't pay rent on time, which is probably true. <laughs> I was like, uh, you might want to reflect on what that says about you. <laughs> well, no, but think about it, right? But, but also they didn't fix like my, my tap, my water tap, or they didn't, they didn't paint my walls on time either. Right? Like yeah, you know, yeah. th there's always, you know, the, the, the renter tenant dynamic is its own like anthropological case yeah, study. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And what we found is the landlord say, Hey, my tenants actually like me more because I'm rolling out this amenity. Sure. And it's an energy amenity because they're saving money. And so it just creates a culture within the community. It's something that we didn't, they didn't, they didn't anticipate about anything that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So are you, are you merchant though? Like, do you have merchant risk on this? So I know we're, 
serving net load, but is it a PPA or like a rental fixed payment from the building or will that vary with the market over the term of the asset? So think about it just like community solar. We're, we're long volume and price. Yeah. Volume on our generation, right? Because we have on-site solar mm-hmm. we, and we can, you know, mitigate that with the on-site battery. But ultimately, we're long retail rate just like community solar. Right. So from an underwriting perspective, it literally is community solar. It just happens to be on site. So, so yeah, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. the that was the mind blown moment for me is like what you're actually building is a distributed IPP that is just leasing land behind the meter. And vacancy based underwriting is when the tenant occupies the space, you're getting retail, but you're da- you're capped downside is that person moves out, you're going to flow more power back out into the grid and get wholesale. Yeah. So like the very worst case, if that building goes completely vacant, you're looking at like 50% of the value because you can still flow that power back out. Of course. Like we as a re we'd like start off taking that or something, you you know, have some structure, but yeah, like if you're scale microgrids and you're, you're credit based underwriting, they go under, that's just like bricked. Like you're that's zero now. Like, what do you do? Like, what's your recourse to like, good luck don't collect on the solar generation when that tenant is now assuming the, well, well you're I think sa- it's, you mean it's like the same, it's the same, right? If a new tenant buy, like if one behind the meter resource can export to the grid and collect wholesale revenue, another can. Well, I mean, also, so I would, this, I would think I'm not the expert in these things, but I would think so depends on your connection and you're yeah. doing this in yeah. Texas, Texas and Cali in California, which I think lend themselves to like some markets aren't structurally set up really to like push power back out through an well, empty I, meter. Like if it's in a net metering regime or whatever, like, yeah, do you know, like, I guess, do you know if you can do that in New Jersey, for example? Yeah, I, I really I really don't know. But what you're getting at is we care about credit of our customers. Yeah. It, well, well, so well and also like the risk also the risk is like when you have one customer versus a building. Yeah, we're right? like, like the f- five tenants versus 222. Our vacancy is right. one or zero. Yeah, well, and I right. think I think what Not people like yeah. <laughs> well, I think what people also right. when they when they try to characterize yeah. the microgrid business as being like too safe because it requires like credit worthiness and contracted revenue. Keep in mind, we're building very specific systems that are specific to the load profile of that customer and their backup power needs. Right. Someone else could move in and it wouldn't work for them. Right. Right. Because they'd use power differently. Yes, please. Colleen? Yes. So like we do need to know they're going to be around at least until the thing pays back. Right. Um, Right, otherwise, because otherwise, like, like we, the don't power a, we don't have we don't have a generic we don't have a the... generic asset that could serve anyone who happens to occupy that building. Right, like it wouldn't be totally <laughs> wasted, but it would be. Well, I, I not think... it would probably wouldn't be able to go off grid. You just did some community solar credit allocation. I virtually aggregated the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even watch. The, the, I just was like, I trusted that it would family. work out okay. <laughs> Um, anyway, anyway, I'm just sort of defending my business <laughs> yeah. a little bit here. No, no, no I know, but we I'm, can't really do that stuff because we build backup power. Right, but I'm just saying, like, like when like you, industrial backup power is different. At the end of the day, like when you look at a model, you're you're like 
you're not looking at the potential of a vacancy as like correct. part of yes. your model. Correct. Correct. Like, you although are, that's like for traditional CNI because it's solar. an MSA too. Like it's a microgrid service agreement. Yeah. Like it's it can't even be a fixed monthly payment. Yeah, I'm and saying it, forget our business for a second because we're the weirdest CNI on-site energy business. Right. But like, consider just CNI on-site behind the meter solar. Yeah. Like traditional PPAs, like energetic insurance. Like that's what they do. Right. They, they consider like the reason they can offer whatever it's called revenue insurance or whatever yeah. it is, is because they basically make the assumption that the power is worth at least the wholesale rate. Right. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so any developer can go get that. That's very then different than what Michael's doing, which unlocks a lot of cool shit. But right. yeah. Well, I, I think well, it, it brings a little, like community aspect, right? Which I think is like always something that we talk about in the DR side. We talk, we talk about it, but we don't like actually see it a lot. Remember in the way back in the Vitor episode, we were like, wait, why isn't the community credit Based a on resilience credit resilience. Yeah. to a community? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. Like I actually think like the old school is the future. Tradition is the future, right? Like if you think about everything that was community that like we've gotten so like you know the nuclear family the single family home right mm -hmm. why does a single family home have access to credit but but the community doesn't right yeah yeah think yeah, about yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. for a minute yeah, that's yeah. fucked up right the community yeah. is far more credit worthy than a single family home in my opinion right and oh yeah and okay if you so look at the data this is something we have to get into because this is what you know we put out the the first the first fed duralist paper <laughs> um, was on equity, right? And it was sort of a rebuttal to, you know, I I think a big knock on on Durs have been like, oh, they're elitist. Like you can only basically exactly what you described. Like yeah. you have to have six fifty FICO score. You have to own a home. Like that's a very limited market. And not only that is if you have a crappy net metering regime, you're absolutely shifting costs to other yeah, basically LMI customers on the grid. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at uh, what what we talked about and you did kind of read it and offer comments on it. Um, and I think you were telling me before the podcast something like, you know, 42% of the housing stock is renters. 45. 45%. Yeah. And not only that, but, you know, you have a, you know, you could have like an LMI community that you could build a microgrid for and have them all as off-takers. Yeah. Um, wouldn't that be better, you know, even from an underwriting perspective than just like the one single family home, 650 FICO score? Well, what's crazy is is the term off taker is so degenerative, right? Like, I mean, the notion that, you know, Miss Gonzalez is off taking something is crazy to me. Right now, it's almost as bad as rate payer. It might be worse. <laughs> no, but you know, it actually, I actually, I agree. It's worse. Yeah. I think load is the worst. I Retailers like. just call customers load. <laughs> Seriously. I like serving load. <laughs> no, but, but, but it's true, right? Like, I mean, so I, I think again, you have, if, if look, you either believe or you don't that the future of distributed energy resources is with renters. Right. And if you don't, that's okay. Cause your business is probably worth many billions of dollars and you have <laughs> sufficient flow to fund that belief. And your incentive is, is according to that belief. And just that's beautiful. Doing your, no, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. I mean like wall street, like read, read Sunrun, Vivint's Q's and K's. They are rewarded through just pure churn, churn, churn. Yep. Notwithstanding the LTV CAC equation is totally the fuck upside down, <laughs> but they are rewarded for that yeah. through the street. And there's no, I'm not hating on that. It's a beautiful business. 
But is that the future of distributed resources? Is that the fu is that what customers actually want? Is that the right customer base in the future? Is the future off takers? Fuck no, it's not. The future is pooled consumption. And what is pooled consumption? Yeah, if you're a retailer, it's load. But pooled consumption is the community, right? And where is it most pronounced? And where is the buying power available? It's at multifamily or single family renter master plan communities. And it's going to be that way. That is, and look, Community Solar, to its credit, is doing a good job so far of that. It doesn't distinguish between owners and renters. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a cool step, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I just very selfishly want to be like, why aren't you doing multifamily owners? <laughs> Because mm. I would like solar oh. on my oh. building. Oh, <laughs> What is your credit <laughs> score? <laughs> will you be my off taker? This is a civilized, <laughs> is a civilized table. I'll be your off taker. Um, no, but it's interesting, right? Because, like, because like, who would you... Like, you're, here you're talking about, like, you're dealing with the landlord. Like, yes, you're also providing to the community. And I'm just, like, thinking about in our building who you deal with and i'm like well, that feels like a nightmare yeah so like con like because you mentioned condos before too yeah is there like a i mean you could go to the condo board that's always a mess do you guys have i'm like the president a of the condo board <laughs> oh nice. so this is you do have a board here yeah well i'm so more what? of a dictator at this point we haven't had elections can you could you i mean do you see like is pearl X expanding to the owner the multifamily owner? Not yet. All right. Not well, yet. You yeah. Call me when I you are. Like yeah. You did this with Sealed, too. You're like, can you give me a heat pump? <laughs> no, because... Like, where... <laughs> okay, because no one does. I know that's what I'm saying. Multifamily yeah. owner building. Everyone like, well, they have good credit scores. So someone's like, dealing with them. And it's like, no. We're, well, just, well, we're so just here with our good credit scores alone. Colleen wants heat pumps, solar, I want heat pumps. I want and, solar. And... She can't get it. So there's a, you know, there's well, a business. I, I did manage to get heat pumps, but it did take me like five contractors. Yeah. Wow. Well, what's interesting, right? So if you take like the split incentive problem, right? Yeah. Like I think, you know, landlords and tenants have one set owner, you know, that's yeah. one set split incentive. By the problem. way, I think it's great that you're doing with renters. Like I'm. Well, no, no, but, 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 go, but going to HOA, there's like a split, split, split incentive problem because yeah. there, there's a governing body that doesn't have as much perceived or real authority as like, you know, uh, a gray star. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like grace, if gray star says they're going to, put a bottle of whiskey in every renter's room, that's going to happen. But 100%. If, if, if an HOA board says that, then maybe not. Right. Like, right. The, like that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you're going to like, you don't know who, who will be the board. Like, will any of the owners live there? Um, and like also they just don't have as much time to like deal with you. Right. It's like they're full time. Yeah. That's a good point. The landlords the have like full time aspect. jobs. It's like what they do. Right. Yeah. It's professional. You got to operate. I get like company. a call from Rachel when like something's leaking. One What's landlords, I mean, an HOA, HOA or a condo. I don't board. know, but she's just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No. no, an HOA or a condo board definitely has like skin in the game, but a different kind than a landlord. Like a landlord right. wants yeah. NOI. Right. right? Yes. Like, right. yes, the HOA is kind of just there to tell you what to do. Like they don't really care We're if the building's like generating yeah. more revenue. Like you know, this like, is yeah. How Colleen is political power to become yeah. president <laughs> is running her condo board. I mean, probably shouldn't have just admitted to becoming a dictator. <laughs> Doesn't all the elections. We'll put, we'll put that gonna, out. Yeah, it's the right word turn. <laughs> um, so, wait. So why, why Texas and California? Mm, yeah, very different. In states. my mind, if you were in one, you wouldn't be in the other. 
I disagree entirely, right? I mean, what is, you know, again, a flexible electron is the most valuable electron, right? And what is the most valuable flexible electron is California and Texas. Okay. Right. right. That's just where like, the markets like, demand it. Yeah. I mean, going back to John Arnold, right? Where would John Arnold trade electrons? Yeah. Cali and Texas and maybe a speckle of the Northeast. I saw Johnny, Johnny Arnold talking about uh, getting long gamma in Texas. Oh. And I wanted to reply to him. Like, <laughs> on, on, on the Twitter tubes? He's, he was talking, he was actually, he was talking about it specific to retailers as well. Wow. That there's no long gamma retailers and like you have to figure out how to get long gamma. Well, that's you guys. You guys are well, you're the us, only man. long this gamma retailer flex. in the game, baby. Yeah, this yeah. is what we're trying to do, man. That's, well, it's well, a long gamma retailer. Call up Johnny Arnold. Get him I, back on the I think it's called floor. a load tailor. <laughs> that's right. If, if I'm if I recall correctly. Sorry. Do you know what a load tailor is? <laughs> what's a what? long gamma retailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Yeah. You're long or you're short, man. I sell backup power. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. What, so what are what are you what are what are you so, so, what are so you so saying? The best, to me? Okay. So the, the <laughs> best example. You, you it. Yeah. The best the, the best example that I was taught early in my deep derivative trading days is so let's say you own a stock or an electron, right? That's the that's speed that can move linearly. Oh, okay. Right? Sorry, speed it's like coming right? into my head. Okay, yes. Now you buy an option. You yep. have what's called delta. That's like um, force. That's like, that can move this. This that, that's acceleration. Yeah, right? it can move. Gamma is what's called jerk, right? Whoosh, whoosh. It can move. That's the third derivative, right? The third derivative. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, that's okay. that's the this best analogy like... to gamma. In other words, right? Right, because so, second is acceleration, first is velocity, third is jerk. Oh, right. Yeah. This is wait. This is gonna right. be embarrassing right. if I get this wrong. Yeah, you're a physicist, man. But my understanding is just. It, it's a measure of your exposure to an increase in price. If you're have a certain gamma position, if you're long gamma, your position benefits from an increase in price. Yeah. Your Delta moves even more in the money or out of the money faster. Right. 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 Like it's, 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 it's the velocity of the velocity, right? Yeah. Which is why like on the floor, we'd be like, you're getting jerked around. Right. That's what we would mm. say. Is, is like, that what uh, that comes from? We got fuck. Well, I, I have no idea, but I mean, where, as, as a trader, like, yeah, you would get jerked and you're like, fuck, I need to buy more or sell more or whatever. That's right? in like the mechanical engineering world. Jerked is when you like slam on the accelerator of a Tesla and you go like, yeah, the, it's like the thing beyond acceleration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's that, that, uh, that, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's G forces. Right? Yeah. And like G forces are usually governed by, you know, emotions or squeezes or gluts in a market. And in Texas in particular, right. You tend to get that right with the ORDC and this like really fat scarcity. Tails. Yeah, the fat tail, right? And those those tails are getting fatter, right? Way fatter. And what what's cool about those tails, I think, is so if you think about like arbitraging Texas, average prices are going down because of all the solar. Yep. So if you <laughs> average up ERCOT, take West and you know ERCOT West, ERCOT South, average prices are going down, but those tails are getting fatter. So like, mm -hmm. yeah. think about distribution. Average price is going down. Cool. Everyone's underwriting that shit, but the jerk's getting fucking nasty. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's underwriting the average price, but you're getting jerked up to 2,000 bucks yep. in the middle of nowhere. That's gamma. You're getting jerked up in the middle of nowhere. I'm, all right. You guys don't... I, uh, I love was it. My, was my explanation wrong? You were, you were spot on. Okay. Actually. That's good. So yeah, this is great. Another no, way, of, I, I just another way of thinking about today. it. This is like from a retail energy perspective. Yeah. What every retailer short gamma. So 
Electricity is a very strange commodity because customers don't actually have exposure to the real time price typically, unless you were on gritty and that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but like, or like many default rates in deregulated markets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Con Ed, yeah. we're, we're not even New York, where the PSC doesn't let us sell fixed price, which is insurance to customers. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah. basically mandated to be on index rates. But so, um, Retailers will sell a fixed price to customers and we'll look at a historic, say your last two years of data or an average residential profile. And we'll look at, you know, we'll weather normalize it and say over this, you know, historical weather data, um, this is like the average profile that looks like, and we'll go out and we'll hedge and we'll buy, try to buy 95 to 100% of the power that that customer is gonna use, say over their two year contract. But when you have a winter storm URI, Electricity is this very weird commodity that when price is blowing out, demand is actually blowing out as well. So in those historical weather models, you're saying, I've looked at this customer and said, you know, let's say it's a kilowatt peak demand, which is not what it actually is. And on a really hot day, it'll be 1.1. But then when Yuri or like one of these really high, really hot event, I mean, Yuri was cold, really extreme weather events comes along, they go up to like 1.4. So yeah. basically you're so, saying it's weird because it's very inelastic. Yes. Yeah. And so you yeah. cannot, every other commodity, like gas prices blow out, people start driving less because they have yeah. exposure right. to that yeah. end price signal. So demand response, you can actually think of as like, I, I actually think of it in a weird way as like a certain, like a lot of demand response liquidity actually equals like customer having exposure to the price, even if it's yeah. a carrot, not a whip. And so there's no price caps in oil and gas markets yeah that's that like you la like yeah. talk about what you yeah. can't cap the global price of oil so you can't but, but you do have customers have exposure to the price so they will use less we do have price caps in electricity because customers don't have that exposure i mm -hmm. think Right, but what you're seeing in Europe now is that they are trying to do price caps for oil and gas, right, for this winter because it's well, like so crazy. very, very extreme situation. I know, very, yeah. but, but like, not, I guess what I'm saying is like global market. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they're actually so, just like programmatically sort of. Like, What's going to end up happening is people aren't going to pay their bills, and the government, because they don't have a lot of money, may even have to print currency. They're short energy, and they're going to print currency to get it. Yeah. No, well, no, no. What's no, crazy to get is, it to, is they're to, actually, to they're actually take, like EDF got taken over. Yeah. Uniper got taken over. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure some German entity was taken over recently, like right. this week. And what are they going to do? They're going to say, hey, above $500 a megawatt hour, we're going to pull all that money back and flow it back to consumers, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a negative rate base. Yeah. But you're, right? you're still, they're still buying, but it's, but it's, someone it's, at the end of the day is still buying that correct. energy. It, it's just, yeah. it's, it's like PG&E, right? It's government right. credit ultimately right. that will absorb it any first losses. So similarly, like the grid is a constrained system in the same way like a country can cap energy, but they're not really capping like what the actual price is. Yeah. Um, in energy, we just when you have an outage or a forced outage, you're just pushing that external to the market. Yeah. So like your, you know, URI cost three hundred billion dollars to the state of Texas, but it just that wasn't a price reflected in the price of energy. Not even close. So if you had like another way of thinking about it is you could let that energy price run, and would it be as much as three hundred? I don't know. People would at no, some I, point. I would think start it, it would literally asymptote way high. I mean, it would go to ninety thousand dollars a megawatt hour. 
100%. Right? Potentially. Yeah. I mean, like, 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 uh, like I always say, what is the value of Miss Gonzalez's life? Right. Yeah. Pick a number and put that in energy terms. Right. So the point is, though, that basically retailers, like when you, when you hedge, you can, um, like, let's say demand during that event is 30% higher than your like weather normalized model. Cause it is a tail weather event. So even if you're being extremely conservative, let's say you hedge 110% during that moment, you may be 20% above your forecast. So you're short yeah. 20% of what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Act, like, so price is blowing out while your demand, demand is, blowing is blowing out. out. So yeah. there's really, if you're short, if you're a retailer that does not own generation, and this is why Vistra and NRG, every time one of these things happen, they just keep buying everyone up because you have a short physical position. Yeah. You've promised the customer price, you're short physical power, you're short that meter, and you don't have a long on the other right. side, which is generation. So during that moment, generators are making a lot of money because mm -hmm. they're long physical. Should we talk about generator outages? Well, unless you I sold, the, unless wait, you wait, sold can, the position. Can I ask a question first? Yeah. Right, right. So, so what you, you just, I, I guess this is obvious to anyone in the industry, but again, I work very in the micro, not the macro. It's honestly not as like, obvious as so, <laughs> you. So, so a lot of retailers are physically short. You're saying they like, all are, they do not have all of the power sort of wrapped up that they might need. Well, um, they are they you can get as long financial as you want but you're still short physical so I, I like i can what's the distinction there so like for example when when you when you price a contract you're pricing in the insurance yeah so i can buy more power than i need you can go ahead i go 110 yeah. so i'm long financial now yeah long financial power yeah but i still don't benefit from a price movement up mm-hmm because I don't own the generation. Well, and also like too, in that, in yeah, that yeah, acute yeah, moment, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I have, yeah, no, no, if no, I have net sense. exposure yeah. above that, yeah. I still don't have like some, you know, you can always sell that block of power. You know, you could trade it if like the whole move. Okay. Market so you're moves saying up. financial versus physical yes. where what I thought I was hearing was more so about just not hedging enough. Well, I, so not even I'm, enough financial. No, no, no. But you, you can never hedge enough is the point. So like you can hedge 110%, but in a Yuri, you're still going to end up short. Or in a hot August summer or day. Or in a hot August hot, summer right. day. Hot and so like, and how I did feel it? like, wait, wait, sorry. I just need to oh, finish yeah. my question. So I feel like I'm going to potentially be defending the interests we usually don't like to defend. If you're the regulator and there's all these people out there basically selling power they don't have, at some point are you like, fuck this. Like these guys are setting up a failure. Yeah, but I mean, at well, the no, end but of the, day, the regulators flipped the other way years ago, right? Because they said strip. You know, isn't that the whole deregulation game? Exactly, because like that, because everyone. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, if I can sign up a customer, yeah, for I don't know, whatever, a hundred megawatt hours. That's your loss, bro. That's privatized. No, 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 no. If fuck. I can sign up a customer for a hundred megawatt hours, yeah, but I've only hedged fifty of them. That's your fault. That's my fault. But that could crash the system. No, not no, 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 but I think the no, issue if is enough is that, people do that, that. There's not enough power on the grid. But I thought because I haven't sent incentives to the no, generators. No, but isn't it you've properly. signed up a customer for 100 megawatt hours, you've hedged for 110, and the customer's using 130. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but what's I'm just, happening, but, right? It's yeah, not okay. like we're at, we're talking about no, different things. So, so isn't so, it true that people under hedge? 
Yes. Well, that's how they acquire their margin because they're, they're yeah. actually betting. The reason, so they're short okay, power. Nick, okay, so yeah. let me, let me spit this back to you. You as a regulator want to protect equity holders? Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. No. Yeah. No, no, is. no. The functioning of the grid. So if, if a customer signs a cheaper than market power contract because their retailer is not hedging properly, mm-hmm. the equity holders are going to get burned. That the customer, e- if, that contract, if that retailer goes bankrupt mm-hmm. for mispricing that contract, they're going to switch to what's called Polar, provider of last resort, which yeah. is like NRG, which is a higher rate. Yeah. But for a long time, they benefited from a below market rate. Yeah. So why, like you're basically, it's not like customers' lights are getting turned off. That's, so if you I, want to start regulating well, tell me why that isn't, give, I guess, because that's what I'm imagining, not knowing these markets at all. I'm imagining the four of us are no. the retailers in a given place. Yeah. We're all <clears throat> short. None of us hedge enough, right? The hedges are the signals, the price signals to essentially generators to like build more capacity, mm-hmm. right? And we're not sending enough of that signal out there. Enough capacity isn't getting built. Then you'd see a um, price spike. We see a price spike or maybe a blackout. So if yes. I'm the regulator, I'm kind of like, wait, you guys are like signing up customers. You're signing up an obligation you can't serve. Well, but if you're a regulator, you're also seeking price discovery to incentivize new generation. Yeah. Right? yeah, so, yeah. so in ERCOT, you're like, hey, listen, you can get two five, two five thousand dollars a megawatt hour. You build, baby, build. Yeah, but, here's, but here's, wait, 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 wait. I know what you're saying. Final question, though. Yeah. But there's a price cap, right? So to your point earlier, right? Like if I'm the retailer who fucks around like that and like, people who own my company like have obviously like we can go bankrupt well you're a shitty trader then bro yeah 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 which, <laughs> which apparently there's a lot of apparently yeah. there's a lot of this well because people so my, are really my, bad my, at my concern risk. as a regulator would be like there's a lot of this idiocy going on no but that's the thing for, right. for every and short, it could cause a, a blackout but then you just regulate like that's like that's like going no. back to like we should just have a monopoly for you're, well that's kind of no, what i'm you're asking not, you're not talking about you're talking about what you've actually just said is that the price cap may not send the proper price incentive. Which yes. is, okay. Yeah. That but, has nothing to do with the positions that companies are taking within that market construct. Wait, but I have an important, not an important question. Well, but, well whatever. I'm going to let this go because I always end up going on for like five hours about this. Yeah. But like, to me, it seems as if you're basically hoping that traders are good. And there's and a lot of incentives that traders apparently have to like Sorry, what fuck did, around. what did you say? And that customers are rational because isn't okay because one of the big questions i have mm-hmm. is in yuri and other scenarios like texas has free nights and weekends right like that's like a yeah. that's like a thing that a it's lot a of like common retailers plan. get yeah. right and it's so, like yuri happens the grid's fucking crashing and all these like people are like woo free nights and weekends yeah. like they have no incentive right. to do anything be- price cap or no right because like they don't see that it's free Right. It is free for right. them at the time that Yuri is crashing. Right. So how do you deal with that? So I, you do need retailers. This is the David Energy pitch that knows how to pass that incentive how to, deal to with customers yeah. with a balanced risk. Like Gritty was just like, all the risk is on the customer. They can act how they want. Yeah. Yeah. But people aren't sophisticated. That's probably not the best solution. We can do things like we have a fixed price with customers. And here's what we're winding up to. We're going back to Gamma now. So if you can curtail in our book, like we're partnered with Pearl X, we have a bunch of batteries under management. We have a bunch of say backup generators under management. Let's say we can turn, you know, 40% of our book off like that. That's a long 
physical position. They can that's jerk her into a, the grid. No, that makes sense. That's owning so a generator. Necessary. That makes total so sense. So if yeah. we go out and we hedge 100% and then our load goes up to 120% during that acute event, we're still 20% long. Yeah, yeah. And so that's we actually stand to benefit from an increase in price. That's it, in the way that a gen tailor would, but yes. without However, having to own a giant fucking power. Generators power. are allowed to do what they want. And what Energy Investor did is they sold off, they sold their power forward. Yeah. So they lost a billion dollars each, even though they own the generation because they were short physical. Mm-hmm. So when their gas didn't show up, because they'd sold off their financial position, they had to spot buy power. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. They, yeah. they hadn't, they didn't yeah. have firm gas. Yeah. So that's why, like, when you think of what you're talking about, they're trying to explain to the market now. Well, you know, we're not getting a right price incentive uh, to build more generation, and that's why that happened. It's like, well, no, you you didn't sign firm gas. You lost a billion dollars each, and you're trying to protect. You're trying to ossify the market. Actually, less is going to get built now. And you're just going to collect rent in yeah, a capacity yeah, yeah. market format. Yeah. And so, you know, I understand what you're driving at, but like in, I actually always come back to this. So Colleen, to your point, if you can pass that incentive to customers and you have a purely rational, like people are rational, you get a cheaper rate if you let me control your thermostat or your battery or whatever. If you have pure, like that's a highly liquid market, you can remove price, price caps on electricity markets, I think. So you're saying like yeah, I I yeah. give you free nights and weekends in exchange for controlling. In exchange for flexibility. Right. Yeah. In exchange, in exchange for, for your gamma, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's that's like, really I'm gonna the... jerk you around when I need to, but twice a year. You get it, you get a fixed yeah. price, and then yeah. we just pay you anytime. So like we get a fixed price, we hedge hundred percent. What we're actually doing is we're dumping your load and then we're we're technically selling our hedges back into the market. We bought them at 50 bucks a megawatt hour. Now they're worse. They're 5, what's 000. called double long. Yeah. Yeah. So like you don't you don't actually have to say I control your stuff now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But you So do. this this is TexFlex. Well, yeah, so what's TexFlex? So so <laughs> As a name, we will get back to. I was trying to make a very different, like basic, fundamental point that I want to get back to, but let's talk about. No, this. I, 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 no, no, I kind of, I steamrolled it, but do no, you no, no, just say it in a sentence so it's, it's, cl- okay, it's clear so and it's out there. All I'm just trying to understand here is, right, unlike any other commodity market, the grid is a collective asset. Mm-hmm. And once it stops working, it stops working for everyone, right? right? So, unlike if we send the wrong price signals to drillers, versus oil demand and like prices go up and some people can't buy oil that's not how the grid works when some people can't get it everybody can't get it because it shuts down instantaneously right so as in today's state yes yes although that will change when we can have rolling outages by you know grids of micro yeah 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 but i'm just saying when there's not enough supply like shit happens well but this is where i would channel like nasim talib where who has skin in the game right like the equity like these traders yeah they're not just sitting there jerking themselves off so right like they actually have they do have some bad incentives though if like everybody's like super fucking short okay so here's the point and then i think you know, well, we uh, wait, wait, I want to finish my no, point. No, I know your I point. Like I'm, 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 I'm giving I don't you... think you do. Yes, I, I do. Finish let's my point. let's let I'm Duncan finish no, his I point. I know your point. I would just think if I were a regulator, I would say the functioning of our system is at the whims 
of very bizarre you're, incentives you're not, from all these retailers. You're not right. But it's true. The That's incentives of the true. system are the market construct. Yes, the traders yes. operate within that system. Well, no, there's more than that though, because they what about what are their incentives on Wall Street? What's their stock price? Like what who are they trying to sell their book to in five years? Yes. Like there's much more than the market so you, construct. The, where going you on. and I are talking past yeah. each other is you're actually talking about a market construct, which we can debate all day long. And I'm talking about the right of market participants to participate freely in that construct. Yes. And so yeah. if if what I'm basically saying is that when you see an outage like Yuri, it's more of a system design or a market design failure than it is like sure. a yeah, bunch yeah, yeah. of short retail. Totally. To I fully agree with that. Right. Yeah. But when you see like, I don't know, the traditional like perceived or uh, scarcity event, like unrelated to like gas wasn't going to the power plant, right? Um, and everything froze. Mm -hmm. Like I would think as a regulator, you'd be like, what are we doing here? Yes. Well, no, incorrect. Like, why is this not working? Well, wh which ISO are you regulating? Well, I'm, I'm no, no, pick one because it's actually important. It's, it's important. Yeah. Which ISO are you like when price goes high? Which ISO are you are you talking about? For my, I don't, I don't even know. I well, so in I Texas, I would say that's exactly what the construct was meant to prevail, right? The price, the high price, yeah, scarcity, yeah, yeah. yeah now, yeah, now yeah. In, in PJM, that's probably a problem because there's a capacity. Sure, yeah, and that's right? not ISO something England, I'm advocating for here. Right. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, in Texas, like we have to, we have to be, we, we have to be. Um, uh, thoughtful about like which ISO, right? Because like, you know, certain ISOs, like flexibility and scarcity is a good thing in Texas, but mm -hmm. a terrible thing in California, for instance, right? On a hot summer day, mm -hmm. right? Because scarcity in Texas incentivizes yeah. the enchanted rocks of the world, the scales of the world, yeah. the products Everybody. of the world yeah. to build. Right. Yeah. But you know, a $500 day, I don't know what it is in California, is like everyone's biting their nails and turning their fucking ACs off. Like that's <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah, a yeah. failure. I would argue actually overregulation. Capacity markets are a bad thing because capacity markets don't really express the real clearing price sure, yeah. of supply and demand, of power. Right? Capacity markets are bullshit. It's they just a baby away. step away from the, the vertically integrated like IOU. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a risk averse person. I'm like, like, it's I still central planning. It's still What they end up doing is they just, they overbuy capacity. No, I know. That's why know? I said I'm, risk, yeah. I'm a risk right. averse person, right. which is why I like to hang out with you because you're very much not. Um, <laughs> 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 good, like, counterweight. Some, some <laughs> it just seems like, like, David Energy, for example, yeah. is like the only retailer I know who's actually like taking this problem seriously. And I'm sure there's some others too. Yeah. But for the longest time, it's been this like goofy game of just like shuffling numbers around. And I can understand how a regulator in the context of like problems is just kind of like, eh, right. That sucks. So all, right? all I'm saying, Duncan, in response to that, and I wasn't, I was going up step past you. So I wasn't acknowledging your point, which is a good one. All I'm saying in return is that I would not lay that failure at the feet of retailers operating within the construct. I would lay that failure at the feet the of construct. the construct itself. Basically uncapped prices. Let's well, go real. You know, it could yeah. be the capacity market. It could be yeah. the cap was too yeah. low. It could yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you know, they're not no, I agree with things that. through I agree the interconnection yeah. fast enough. Like, yeah. Because we are still, there's the ORDC. There's like all this other stuff that Texas is not like this yeah free, yeah like, yeah yeah they just administratively yeah. stuck in a price cap and yeah. like they're like i hope that's high enough to incentivize <laughs> but we don't really know sure, because sure. that's my whole argument of like if you can actually 
if you have a lot of DERs in the future that it's a very liquid market for renters and homeowners alike, mm-hmm. you can let Yuri run and a lot of people are going to go out and get solar. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you have to let that price signal express itself. Yeah. And you need a lot of liquidity and demand response and DERs to then solve that problem in like at the individual level that like collective hive mind is going to be smarter than like 10 people sitting in a room sure, in PJM sure. saying yeah. like, this is how much capacity we then, need. Then the, what, what's the thing the the, the Soviet Harvard fallacy? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, um, no, I hear you. Okay. Wait, tax flex. Tax flex. Well, no, well that's what I was going to say. What's so cool about David energy is exactly that. Right. Like, like really trying to figure out what is, what is that pure expression of load at any given time? Right. And like retailers don't really structure and think about the stuff that they're thinking about, which is why we partnered with them. Right. Like this notion of aggregating renters and flexing them back to the grid. Like people talk about that shit all the time, but it doesn't really right. happen. Right. Right. And certainly not at that level of density. Right. Right. Yeah. And certainly not in that kind of market. And so you have to have almost like a framework. And this is where your team is in, in, impeccable and incredible experienced players of chase through the whole crew right yeah. like they've seen this game they understand you know gamma all this bullshit fundamentally what they're getting at is like hey the market this entire retail supply market is structurally short and they have failed over and yeah. over again they're the walking dead i mean honestly low interest rates have allowed them to exist beyond where they should yeah. have existed they yeah. should have gone bankrupt if i feel were, like that's what i was just saying like five minutes ago no yeah yeah but, yeah, yeah but like, these guys think- suck well, like, yeah, 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 but, yeah. But equity, lo- like equity, loses not the consumer. Is yeah, kind yeah. Of the, Eventually, the, the rebu- I, I, I think yeah. you were, I think you were riffing on like consumers get fucked. My whole point is actually they don't. Oh yeah, no, no, the, they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like, they so those lenders, that's, that's like yeah. get fucked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. of retail, but yeah. ultimately, TexFlex, like the vision, right, and the actuality is flexing in Texas and figuring out what is the value of that real-time load. Okay. There's real-time yeah. power, there's real-time price, what's real-time Wait, load? So what, yeah. so what is Texflex? <laughs> <laughs> he loved, well, you know. You is it another, is it a specific community or is it like a, an idea? A is it a vibe? It's like, a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cultural Is it a phenomenon. cultural movement? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a movement. It's a, movement. It's a culture it's a hack. Yeah. Yeah. So no, t- tell me more. So, so TexFlex is our flexibility of, the, yeah, sorry. Go yeah, on. so yeah. it's it's basically our Texas Flexifornia. It's an aggregation <laughs> of. It's an aggregation. I love it. It's been like five minutes. I still have no idea what this is. <laughs> so, so take take Miss Gonzalez, right? There's hundreds love of Miss Gonzalez yep. that are either signed up for Perlex or are signing up, and we're constructing. We're aggregating all of them, mm-hmm. and we're turning right. that into a resource. Right. So it's a VPP. Yeah, it's actually, bam. <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, but here's what's cool is like, yes. you know, VPP but gets real. thrown around a, ro- a but lot. But real. But this real. Is, it, this seems real. like a more meaningful VPP than any okay, other so one let, I've seen, heard Because of. we've yeah. never gone this deep on the retail game on the on the podcast, I just want to go one one level deeper on this. Take us down to inception. What's the fourth derivative? The fourth, <laughs> de- yeah. What's, be- no, no, what's what, beyond what, jerk? What was the bottom of, in- of inception? What was oh, the name yeah. of it? Do you remember? Where like oh, you can never yeah. wake up? Postception. I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah where like you Whatever were just stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where you spin some... a top. Yeah, you spin a top. Right. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, <laughs> we've made it. <laughs> Whatever that yeah. is. Um. So in Texas, or you know, in power markets, when you do those hedges, they're actually strips of power. 
five by sixteen, seven by eight. Can you explain what those are? I've yeah. never run five by. So six. when you what buy a five by that? sixteen, it literally just means five days a week, sixteen hours a day. So you have just because dim- that is like a heuristic for kind of how the system works at some. Well, level. I mean, if you have like, like big fossil generation, yeah, you're gonna turn okay. it on. Like that's you, the liquid we used to market. Look at things when so you didn't have that stuff's got to be going away, right? As like well, like variable renewables aren't five by 16. It, right. Imagine You're going right into it. Right yeah, okay. yeah. It's like going to the store and buying liters and half liters or gallons of gas or 10 gallons of gas. It's just how they denominate. Yeah. It's just like power, a common sort of unit of yeah. transaction. Yeah. yeah. And so like everything people trade is kind of based on essentially a fossil fuel paradigm or hydronuclear mm-hmm. gas coal, the traditional system, the yeah, firm yeah. capacity, you know, firm generation yes. renewables are weak. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, You're a soy trader. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, you know, you can buy weekly on peak, you know, all round the clock blocks. So, you know, 24 hours weekend or seven by eight. So uh, seven days a week at night, you can buy two by 16s. I don't even know. Avi's going to make fun of me for this, but basically you can get like on peak, off peak, five days a week, seven days a week, whatever. And what's interesting is, the average price of L, like real time LMPs in Texas is going down, but the retail price that customer pays may be going up because when you buy these blocks of power, you actually do what's called delta hedging. So you have a demand curve that like looks like a Gaussian curve. So you have like a commercial facility yeah. daytime, and you stack these blocks up. So the very top of the curve you know, you have a block sitting within a curve. So the like edges of the block sticks out beyond the curve and you have the curve and you're like pushing that height of those blocks high enough where you're, you're actually long in your off peak hours and you're short in your super peak hours. Mm -hmm. Cause you Mm -hmm. can't buy, there's no product that hedges super peak. You can't Mm -hmm. buy a generator. You can buy these call options, but they're exotic and very expensive of like, essentially you're buying physically like a call option on say a peaker plant that's only going to show up these four hours a day. Well, what's a lot better than that? Thermostats, backup generators, batteries, you know, all these demand response products where you can basically turn it off whenever you want. And like with induction stoves, seconds. induction stoves, <laughs> I mean, Kieran. that was for you. Kieran. <laughs> two second telemetry. Yeah, what a brisket flex. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Can we get one of those? Yeah, um, so as you introduce more renewables into the system, you start seeing, average price is lower and then retail price is higher and that spread is getting wider sure because yeah. you have to buy more you have to delta hedge more you have to buy more blocks of power to cover so that curve's getting more like it's just getting yeah, weirder like because no one like knows how this, to deal with when are solar and wind going to show up so yeah. that, that's called a delta squeeze and well, it's, it's a, a delta it's a, squeeze I don't know. it's a structural feature of the market so it's like they say in the stock right. market right where like everyone's getting long S and P because everyone's buying puts. Right. And so the market goes higher because everyone's buying puts. Right. You know, the tail wags a dog that's happening in Texas now. Right. And then when you mm. get into gamma, that gets even. And like winter storm, Yuri is a structural short squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like always. Yeah. Well, and, and so, so TexFlex is, is, is one part like ex- existing homeowner or renters that are part of the program and then aggregating that to flex it back. Right. To mm. actually serve the grids needs. But right. by serving the grid's needs, we're creating value and giving it back to our customers, right. the renters and the renter and the, uh, the, the landlords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And to do that, you have to go short 
you have to go short the physical real-time market as a retailer. So we will hedge less than, mm -hmm. than your comp. Say we hedge yeah. 80% when a normal retailer would hedge hundred percent because we have access because to that can, battery. That's always made a lot of sense to me. you're taking a physical yeah. position. Yeah. So right. that is like actually yeah. with TextFlex, we're trying to understand how to build a long gamma position position with, with the battery. Resource. Well, and that's a totally different like finance. Like you can't go out and buy that product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's at, you have to do it within your like David yeah. Energy has to do that in their own book or any other other retailer that wants to try it. And it's very, very hard. <laughs> like, it's like, that sounded like a dare. Like, James like, with anyone who wants to it. try it. <laughs> okay, but I'll you will up. fail. But I, I, you know, we've never, you know, sitting with, yeah. it's like, this is the stuff Michael and I talk about all day long. That's but awesome. I think that's what, that's what to me, operating of 24 seven renewables grid means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is how do you build these products? How do you trade like two hour yeah. products? Not a five by sixteen. I need a. I need a two. Hour, I need a, a super peak. I need a, a two one hour by two. Yeah. That's yeah. any day of the week. Yeah. Any hours that I want. I can just call on it when yeah. sun's not mm -hmm. out, or the you know clouds pass overhead, or the wind stops blowing. Yeah. Like what's this five by sixteen? How am I going to make that exist? In and a ultimately, that's going to be the future, right? Like V, like like DOE. That's what Shaw, a VPP is. All these yes. guys like scheduling aggregated load. Because yeah. yeah. load is like residential load is the most predictable load. In, in the business, sure, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not like CNI load is all over the place, right? So re if you aggregate residential load, you can aggregate it and trade it and flex it. Sure. You're creating yeah. so much value, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I always find like so interesting, right? When you think about like demand response and load management, whatever you want to call it, like the TAM is like not quite a hundred percent because like people have like medical devices or whatever, but right. like it's basic. 98% of 100% of load. Yes. Of load. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's you're, like, there's a price. Yes. Like yes. for me, right. Yes. As someone who like, doesn't, I don't like need oxygen. Like sans. Right. Like, there's a price for which like someone could pay me to like go without any power. For just four like hours. throw the main breaker. Just they're like calling, yeah. like just sit by go yourself, sit by yourself for Turn four hours. Candle. Here's a million dollars. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah yeah like 100% right I like, do that like once a week and that's what's and that's what's <laughs> so no, 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 I would just live as a caveman and that's like yeah. what is so Make hard I think that's what's yeah. so hard to like conceptually around DR right is because like there's like the price cap right when you like often think about like economic potential with like energy efficiency right it's like what is like the total right like anything what's the total retrospective market what's right. like the economic market like technical what's like the technical potential what's the economic potential the technical potential of dr is a hundred percent of the load yes hundred percent <laughs> the technical yeah. potential. sure yeah yeah right. and that yeah. that's what like i you know you at least sands a price cap yeah sands a price cap yeah right yeah. well so even without, even without price, I guess technical. I, that's potential. the economic, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like so economic. Is we like, have a marginal cost bid stack. On it's a hundred percent technical. It's like probably ninety-seven percent economic. If you have no price cap. Yeah, because there's a handful of people who will literally pay. Anything. Well, you can even because yeah. they would die, right? Yeah, like there's yeah. like, like there's right. like the, there's yeah. like the people who would legitimately like yeah, yeah. You yes. would freeze if you didn't yeah. have some amount of power. So like there's going to be some amount of power that's needed. So calling like you're describing basically a bid stack of values of lost load. 100%. Yeah, so yeah, if you're like, yeah, yeah you're talking about any, price discovery of load. I don't even need yeah, AC. Yeah, yeah. Like when prices are $100 a megawatt hour, I can do whatever I want with the thermostat. I'm, you'll take five bucks for me to shut it down for an hour. 
Next person will take 20. So their strike price is $500 a megawatt hour for me to mess with their AC. Who, the next can, person's I, who can I do with that with? Like I would, I would, as a consumer of energy, love to sign up for like the most aggressive plan. I think that's David Energy. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're rolling out. Like you could just make me really uncomfortable. Like what? Shut off right. all my shit. I don't care. Yeah. Like now, I think imagine, Alex well, downstairs. So the, the real business model is to roll out trucks he'd be low. and turn off your breakers. He, he, he'd be, yeah, he'd yeah. Be I'll do it. Just, I'll he'd just, be roll, yeah, yeah. You have to pay him a, a lot. shit you ton gotta, of money. You got to pay him a lot. <laughs> no, but that that's that when I you know Colleen, you described it perfectly. Like you can get ninety eight percent of demand responding. You just have to pass that price signal, and that builds like a, a stack of what people are willing to shut off at on the demand side, we only have that on the supply side. And that's why electricity has these short squeezes because people continue to use power when prices get really high. Yeah, yeah. But I think we also need to think about it in a, I don't think it's enough to be like, it is really expensive to procure energy at this time because I think that's like psychologically people don't view that well i think right. you have to view it as like you are providing load right. we are paying yeah, you pay you. them you do it right it's like i have work. exactly exactly it's like yeah. i have my energy price if i like want to use my you know if i want to keep my heat on it's like not going to be a thousand times what i normally pay per month like maybe it's 20 percent higher whatever yeah but if i turn my heat off then i get a hundred thousand dollars like that's what I want my decision to be. I right. don't want it to be like, you're going to owe a hundred thousand dollars. I think, I think we're headed there. You know, if, I think if, capacity markets mess that up though. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, well, cause then it's the values condensed into the one. Thing yeah. 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 Or whatever. yeah. yeah. Well, it's also condensed. It's also condensed into like, um, a need to have something that is very reliable. It's very hard to put load into capacity markets. Right. And renewables and renewables. Cause like another way of thinking about, high real-time spot prices is like you're getting energy to show up at the exact time it's needed and you want that price signal to express itself and capacity markets suppress it yes yeah 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 so like if you want to build these exotic two-hour products capacity markets suck for it capacity and that's the products you need for firm power right yeah. Yeah. you need yeah. that exotic yeah options trading essentially yeah I know, Duncan, I know you don't like traders, but... No, it's fine. No, I'm... Uh, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I just... But... Yeah, I just... That, I mean, that, I, like, that, that's actually why, like, my... Awesome. Me liking energy-only markets yeah. is, like... I think it's the mechanism that is required to have high renewables grid. Not necessarily that it's, like, oh, I just love, like, free market price dynamics. Can I make a crazy case here? 100%. So, I think scale like we're basically building a capacity market like microgrid services agreements yeah, are yeah, like yeah. what actually is the capacity market yeah, right yeah. so like We're i was on site yeah yeah but it's like it's just like here's the fixed cost of making sure you never shut down right and then like in the actual markets let people do all the crazy right. stuff you guys do oh yeah 100, like, yeah you mean like right like people can opt into capacity yeah yeah it's like voluntary on site what do you guys well, charge for resiliency a million dollars. No, but well, is, it, is it like a monthly? Is it a utilization-based payment? Yeah, it, it's, it's, all, it's like a it's utility It's all bundled term. together. Yeah. yeah. No, but Duncan... Yeah. But, like, no, but you could have like a hybrid too, though. You can... You, we Like we do... It look it starts to look like a utility tariff. Right. Where yeah. like you can have right. like a fixed charge, a volumetric yeah. charge, a demand charge. Right. Like... So so at, at, a couple of years ago, we decided to do um, quarterly charges. 
So if there was a certain amount of, of hourly utilization of the gas, Jenny, then we would charge some dollar per KW. Hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was that was tied right. against our cost of like, yeah, you know, O&M and all maintenance. That. And right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but our thesis was that there's going to be more of these resiliency events over time. Mm-hmm. So how do we harvest that, you know, optionality, that upside? Yeah. Right. So I think in a high there. renewable environment, the product retailers were off our offer will be a capacity product. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bandwidth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I always think of it that way. Yeah. 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 So it will be a, fl- you can do flat monthly because it, when marginal cost of power is zero to produce, you don't price the energy, you price the capacity. Well, no, I would actually flip the other way. Isn't, isn't the idealized maximum renewable market just renewables plus gas peakers? Or batteries, I mean. Well, if, yeah, sure. You like, get some Kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, I mean. No, the batteries no. are zero, mar- like they're just, you know, it's all CapEx too. Yeah, but then you'll you'll buy from the gas peakers, right? Like in an ideal world, like right. in ERCOT, energy only, you know, it's just like renewables during the day, peak some base load yeah. around that, right? Yeah. And then have some storage at the shoulders. Yeah. That's really right. all you, I mean, that yeah. is, that's, and then at night you've got wind. Dude, you're forgetting Bitcoin mines. <laughs> oh, true. And nuclear. I was like, where'd nuclear go in this scenario? <laughs> I don't think anyone will ever build nuclear in ERCOT ever. That's probably yeah, true. No way. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, but maybe some like hydrogen, like solar hydrogen. Perhaps, yeah. That yeah. could happen, especially yeah. with that three dollar. Uh... Yeah. Do we want to move on to culture stuff? Yeah. Yeah, because been... I feel like can, we I gotta... say, can I ask one? We've more just thing? going like wacky markets for a while here. I think. <laughs> but like... that's what I knew we were gonna do this with yeah. you. This, I was so psyched for it. So I, I it's leaned fun. in. Pretty no, it's cool. good. Yeah. It's good. Um, we, we do have. We did say ninety. We're at ninety minutes. So, so let's like talk about some culture and then let's do some dope or nope and then let's go home. I'm saying I could go all night, but it's, you know, so (laughs) we know there's (laughs) Senya's asleep. Let's just roll. Yeah. Let's keep going. Let's do it. But there's one other question we wanted to get to, too. Do it. Do it. Um, Well, so we actually skipped this one. So when we were talking about. Well, this can be really short. Looking at the renter community, are you guys actually going after, like, are you serving LMI communities? Yes. Like, going back to the Federalist paper? Yes. Federalist. Like, is that it's not just a theory. Like, you're actually bringing solar and storage to communities that yeah, like, otherwise I mean, that other companies aren't? Like, is yeah. anyone else doing that? Or Well, so, with respect to LMI, yes. I mean, half of our bookings and half of our like assets under construction is LMI. That's but sick. LMI is tricky too, right? Like it's all based on like census tracts. So you can be LMI in California and make a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, interesting. Yeah, depending yeah. on where you're at. So, yeah. so, you know, is that LMI sure? Is that qualified? Like the spirit but do you of care LMI? If it's a hundred or 50. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I think, I think for us, it really is like, so in Texas, there's a group called in Houston Avenue CDC. And they, they're, they're literally like housing urban development, right? And that's like true LMI. I mean, these, these folks, you know, essentially halfway houses and all of that, right? But there is a clear track record of occupancy, occupancy yeah. mm-hmm. and utilization, right? Yeah, where you wouldn't go is like Detroit. Yeah, where you're like losing just blocks like, You're just blocks. seeing like the downward trend. Yeah, it's like, trend. oh, we yeah. just lost like yeah. half the city. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. just went to wherever, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 
and again, right? Like for us, it's all about, um, it's all about scale, right? Like you said earlier, you can't underwrite one, two or three tenants occupancy based, right? You have to underwrite hundreds, if not thousands. Mm -hmm. And then when you do that, then everything it becomes noise. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Sure. Right. Law of large numbers kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And, and LMI too, right? Like, so it's funny. So there's, so at L, at, like people talk about LMI as like one bucket. Everybody assumes LMI is credit disabled. Not, not all LMI is credit disabled actually. Like there's a right. big chunk of LMI that like pays their bills on time and makes, yep. yeah. you know, good cash and all that. Right. So, you know, there, there's kind of the credit disabled bucket, which we're totally fine with subject to occupancy. And there's the credit enabled bucket that is not underwritten by, you know, wall street and Sunrun and they're just and literally low income. They're just yeah. literally low income. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then even some of those guys, if you really look at the data, they even have 700 FICOs, right. but they're just renters. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. So you can't do it anyway. I exactly. mean, the traditional yeah. model. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so for us, yeah, it's there's like, a lot of like slices of this pie. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. just like the way we think about it is, do you own or do you not? And if you don't own, regardless of hyper credit disabled, I'm sure there's a better word for that or hyper credit enabled, but you just rent a really nice place we don't care it's just are you a renter right yeah. and we can provide we can service that yep yep that's cool okay i just i did want you to get we i felt like we didn't actually kind of dot the i's and cross the t's on that one no, i think no, it's of really cool what you guys are doing um okay could i oh we were gonna you can do it we're gonna go on a culture that's but, i yeah. kind of wanted to ask a culture question yeah. that i think really nicely transitions to like your whole six by eights, whatever the hell traders talk about, <laughs> yeah. um, which is Four right. We were fours. talking about, like, <laughs> I would love the most aggressive plan, right? The like shut me off once a week plan, like save me the most amount of money. What am I going to do when you shut me off? I'm going to go to the park. I'm going to go to the movies. Yeah. I'm going to go to a friend's. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe even movie theater load goes up, but regardless, like, you know what I mean? I just like put my costs on yeah. someone else. The question of how, culture will change based on a Ooh, more I flexible like energy system. Yeah. Right. Like are, mm -hmm. are our activities mm -hmm. and customs mm -hmm. rooted in a firm power? Like Absolutely. status quo. Shit. Right. And Absolutely. will things like get different? I don't know. Will like, will, will the Yankees game when they're making the schedule for next year, say it might be four five or six that we start we're right. not quite sure yet right right like the, yeah. I, this is interesting to me I like how will society it. adapt to a to a reliable but less firm system well i mean think about society before there was firm power you know i don't know 1880s and 1920s i have no idea candlelights <laughs> you know there wasn't a large nuclear family this was pre-war families were larger people didn't live as long Presumably there was more community. I mean, I'm saying no we're going back to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, we're going back to the future. Like commie and lifestyle. <laughs> Wait, that sounds <laughs> shitty. Though. No, we love commies. No. We love commies no. here. <laughs> no, but I, but yeah, I, where, was it you who used to like Duncan, like advocate for, um, like giving people like movie theater tickets? No, that wasn't me, but oh, I, okay. I love that. Was that I feel like, an, well, Andrew Galston was, was like the Ted Cruz trade. No, 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 this was like definitely this sending was, everyone to Cancun. No, 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 no. this was definitely, no, 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 this was like, this was like six, seven years ago. I forget who had this idea, but basically it was like a DR idea, which is yeah. essentially what Duncan just said, which is yeah. like, what if you like, were like, hey, we're going to like turn your AC off, like 
here's a free movie ticket. Like, go That's to the sick. movies. Wait, maybe but isn't that, that self-defeating? Because then the no, theater's the movie load theater, goes up. I mean, like... Because you have maybe, more bodies maybe it's in the on theater. Anywhere. Like, a little bit on the AC side, probably, because you have, like, body there's heat. Like a, but, like, no, the, but the AC is already... But the AC is, like, already blasting. And, yeah. like, the movie's already playing. Like Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, a lot of it's, like, fixed energy A lot costs. of it's fixed yeah. energy costs, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, maybe... That's cool. And, like, the AC, like, fine. Maybe, like, theaters are so we fucking cold, right? So They're like, set at, like, 67. Or, like, as a, yeah. as like a okay, fine. They let it go up to 72. Roll in. Like, roll in. As a yeah. kid, you'd get, like, snow days, like, twice a year. What if you get like power days twice a year? It'd be sweet. Just right? like beginning of the day, you turn on the local news, your school pops up. You're like, we don't got school today. Well, but in that <laughs> world, like we <laughs> just go do but, shit. But yeah. what's interesting yeah. though is like, is like, where is like, where are the load centers and like, where do you need power? Right? Like, can you actually shut an office building down and just say like, work from home today? Well, I, th- we probably well, I think what's cool yeah. is like in Texas now in the wake of Yuri, you know, I was in one of the proceedings and they were talking about the distribution utilities needing to have more granularity on like which loads they shut off. Which yeah. is another one is yeah. like you, you yeah, know, usually yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. whole section of the city. Yeah. And then like a whole section will have power because the hospital is on that feeder, but they can't like allocate it specifically enough. Yeah. If they could control every meter, every meter yeah. well, could have who, like a strike price for like, right. here's when you shut me off. Yeah. yeah. Now we're, Which now we're talking I mean is what you like, do, but, yeah. but like the, like the final, final measure, right. you know, yeah. like well, who, who wins in that world though. Right. Like who wins, mm-hmm. I think is those with community level assets, right? Sure. And that, like, I mean, and you go over to what uh, the Texflex community. No, and, like, go and, go uh, to twenty four ten. They got power. In techno, yo, seriously, Michael, like, yo, come over. Oh, it's a power yo. day. <laughs> you know where we're hanging out today. Yeah, There's yeah, a pool yeah. party. Quill yeah. Ridge and Hemet, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's where we're getting down, dude. Like, straight up. Like, all of a sudden, the oh, renters are empowered, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. People yeah. without credit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. think about. No, that that's cool. Like it inverts the game a little. It's bit. so interesting. Yeah. You like, want to know one a fun one we've been laughing about in the office is yes. like we work with a lot of gyms and so we like want to get yoga studios to charge more during our demand response events because it's a hotter class. It's true. Because it's a hotter class. Bikram gets hot. <laughs> yeah. Bro. We're like hot. we're gonna crank from ninety two to to a hundred. Bikram this morning, bro. Like, and you can actually there. some you know some yogis out there will love that. So. Oh okay 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 okay. Like. Charge more for that, and then we'll also pay you for the DR. That's wild. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap my head around. It. Well, I'm just the <laughs> point is, well, it's no, not it's, like, it's real time. It's, like it's real time lifestyle at, pricing. Well, just <laughs> well, not, like, like to your point, right? Like if there, if the, the, the flip side is just like it was a snow day, there's a power day. Where are you gonna go? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. like if these yogis really fucking want to do <laughs> Bikram yoga on August 26th. God fucking bless them. They're going to pay $5 more. Well, honestly, yeah, that, but no, that, but like, as, as a yeah. retailer, I'm like double short gamma alpha <laughs> by just <laughs> aggregating all the yogis. That's, that's my yeah, approach. Well, so yeah. Yeah. I always say, right? Like I shouldn't know that. What would say it? Like imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine. I was like, tell us more. Imagine a lot of we'll humans. A big boom over imagine it. humans on bicycles, right? Mm-hmm. Like a whole gang of humans and just like, on how many bicycles we're, we're talking? talking thousands like like take take a stadium in san francisco for instance okay right? and you just you just give them whatever they need to keep pedaling and pedaling, and pedaling yeah like and pedaling. a one world peloton yeah extravaganza yeah like is that not power that's power <laughs> yeah like physical human mechanical energy should, converted into a battery into, so should peloton just become an energy company should actually just, if they were smart they would be thoughtful <laughs> no seriously he's like they would be thoughtful batteries at soul you know how you know how <laughs> you know how elon <laughs> musk is always like the energy business is actually going to be way bigger than the car business 
Yeah. I would love if the new Peloton CEO was just like always hyping up the energy business like in the that. background. Yeah, I like that. All right. They're like well, free ride for all Peloton users <laughs> from 6 to 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, the, the point was though, is like, can you make the behavioral change a positive thing? I mean, that's what's behind the joke. It's like the same. Or even same if it's thing just like neutral, yeah. like how will culture change? Right. It's, it's just kind of interesting. Like, can I say something like know. annoying? Yeah. But I do, I do like the idea of people becoming like living more in the rhythm with like actual natural cycles. Mm-hmm. Like for example, right now it's hurricane season. So I took Thursday and Friday afternoon off to surf a hurricane last weekend, which is like when the waves come, you go and everything else you get rid you, you clear it. Yeah. So it's like surfing's intermittent. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so when you have solar and wind cranking, a lot of activities are free or cheaper or whatever. Or you have mm-hmm. like more power. Like it's a sim. I don't know. It's just, yeah. it seems yeah. very foreign to like, I work nine to yeah. five. I go out do that. Like I need to be on a schedule instead of just being like, I can work or like live in, you know, in, in a, in a week, I'll still get the same amount of stuff done, but it'll be in like a, you know, like I not, not really like, uh, you know, yeah. in a, um, yeah different hours of the day or whatever, like whenever the time is right, essentially. Well, we're basically like when we have a system powered by fossil fuels, we're basically like we're harvesting energy, but we're harvesting time, right? Like we're just, we're just like reaching back thousands of years of time to be able to do those things. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like like stored days. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean like, but that's the thing though, is that like fundamentally, if we do decide to like, like what is the cultural change? It's a civilizational backwardation. Right. Like, I mean, we're going like literally like like we can't unwind the oil and gas reality we live in. Like, so it's, there's it's Electropolis not, now or we get. Well, that's the thing. Like, like the 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 Electropolis is can only it, it can only exist within the p- Petropolis. Right. Like like we can only create this. Uh, what was that book Robert Kagan wrote years ago? Um, Heaven and hell or. um can you look it up real quick? Robert Kagan. Paradise and Power. Sophia, look this one up. <laughs> right? No, no, but think about it, right? Like, so Paradise and Power, his, his whole thesis was the United States creates paradise through its like hegemonic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, political, military, whatever. And and Europe is this little paradise within this, this body of power, oh. <laughs> right? Which, we, you know, regardless of the politics, like, yeah. great analogy, I get it, cool, whatever. But honestly, the Electropolis will be paradise within this power that yeah. is you know oil and gas i mean we all i mean we're talking on it we live in it my clothes the amount of polyester in my blood right now right like yeah you know like and again you think about the anthropocene fuck man like in 200 years we've changed the planet mm-hmm. on a 200 million minimum geological fucking scale it's crazy. that shit doesn't unwind bro there's no fucking way like you're talking no, there's no going back okay are you yeah. you're talking solar punk a bit right now you know the solar punk like aesthetic? No. Where there's like hyper modern cities with like solar and like nature all like built in and folded on each other. That's that is that's the Electropolis. Yeah. It's not yeah. like new. Was it a new Nua or whatever? What's that like? I'm gonna really fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on. I'm there's on like Google. that city that 
I'm going to say like somewhere in the UAE, they want to build. Oh, and yeah. Like and Neo. Ma- Neo. Thank Neo, you. Yeah. Oh, shit. That place looks like hell. <laughs> so, so yeah but, so every so it came out and everyone was like this looks like hell but then like there was that part of me that was like but it's also like kind of a, it, it's cool right it's just like it's, also it's like, like a mirror in the middle of nowhere it's a mirror in the middle of nowhere and it's like 20 minutes to nature like 20 minutes to everywhere else in the city like <laughs> dense living yeah, yeah. and you're like this sounds oh, so t- great oh it's hyper the hyper dense thing but then it's like dystopian because right. like it would clearly yeah, right. never it's, work it's and like, like it's require like a element. lot of yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Autocracy. i think honestly in pop culture the best vision of like a sort of human society integrated with nature energy abundant is yeah. fucking wakanda yeah. like so you're a nuke bro well, whatever. Yeah, that's, that, part's un, that part's unimportant. Yeah. Um, because it's vibranium. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, they actually vibranium presented something bro. that everyone who looks at it is like, that's cool. I would do yes. that. Like, right. you know. It's like a yeah. positive, it's yeah. a non dystopic vision of the future. Which yeah. It's yeah. like the opposite. It's not Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. So, are you, are, do you, does your Electropolis have a, because you were talking on the ride over about culture hacking? Yes. Do you have a, an aesthetic well, I, in, in, in your Electropolis? Like, can you tie those two things together? So I, I think the aesthetic, right? Like the real, it's, it's about resiliency, right? And affordability mm-hmm. and access, right? And resiliency is by definition local. You don't get resilient going to strangers and Whole Foods. You get resilient by having like neighbors. just in case neighbors, friends, family, right? Yeah. Like you stay close, right? It has to be accessible. It has to also be close. It has to be affordable, right? You can't, you have to be able to barter. Right. Yeah. So how do you get accessible and resilient and all of that? And that to me is the Electropolis. That is where Houston has stated very unequivocally they need to get to. Houston's mm. never going back and they're never getting away from oil and gas, but they're damn sure going to adapt. They're damn sure going to get resilient. And that is, that is their future. That is Rice's, you know, that's Dominic, Dominic's future there. Right. And you know, our whole vision with them is like, listen, how do we talk about that? How do we visualize that? So the whole thing we're doing is we're putting this art series together yeah. with these awesome artists globally to say, what would the Petropolis of Houston look like if it was resilient 50 years from now? Mm. As- assume Galveston is flooded, right? Because Galveston is going to be flooded and Galveston gets flooded quite regularly. Assume downtown Houston is flooded, right? What is that going to look like? And then, and then, by the way, does humanity still conquer? Does life still go on? Of course it does. It adapts. That's mm-hmm. that I think is the electropolis. No, it's it's the melding of of the petropolis with a resilient future. Yeah. D- DERs, right? I mean, we should call that demand uh stri- distributed energy resiliency. Oh, not revenues. Well, both. F- well, in the future like today it's <laughs> distributed energy revenues. Yeah. 30 years from now it's distributed energy resiliency. Well, that's what this this scale homies over here are doing right now. Know, like, that's what they sling all day that. long. Hmm. I mean, dude, you might be you might be the the tip of the We're spear. We're the electropolis. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I, I like, like that. that. Tell me more. <laughs> 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 We're gonna. I want okay, to. Okay, when Houston's an electropolis, yeah. do I still have to drive everywhere? Uh, you may get an in Uber Houston, that's sure. electric. Yeah. yeah so yeah. It's, ele- it's, it's quiet. Sounds like it's, it's quiet. Yes, though, it's and quiet. It doesn't smell. Or you you may be in like one of those little paddle boats. Or like in India, they got these rickshaws. Imagine yeah. like like everywhere these like water rickshaws. Yeah. Right. Water I mean shots. Bangladesh, like Singapore, all these places. I mean, think about it. Fifty hundred years from now, the shit's gonna get real. And it's yeah. all about mitigation and resiliency yeah. and access. And how's that shit gonna be affordable for the average Joe? 
get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's crazy. No, I love it. You guys are, you guys, that's what you guys are. Not a lot of people are focused on that right now, but that's, that's the reality facing all of us down. Yeah. The, the Anthropocene is so real and yeah, it's just mitigating that. I gotta, we, we, Corey and Extina would get along. Sure. I want to, you should talk to them about the rice project. They did the, like, so the solar microgrid. Okay. Yeah, uh, would love to. that Burning Man thing I was talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. you know, they're in the entertainment industry, and th- you know, we're talking about like the importance of the culture and how you present this to like a broader culture. Yeah, like, yeah. That, so, well, but the the other element of that culture again, though, is is the neighbor, is the community, right? Yeah, and and that, I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. Like single family homeowners, you own the single family by yourself, right? Mom comes visit, right? Like it's a whole paradigm anthropological shift. I actually think the future of energy coming out of Rice University is the anthropology department and sociology mm-hmm. department, not the chemical engineering department, not the um, whatever. This is interesting. Department. Yeah. Because because fundamentally we have to readapt our lives back to reliance yeah. on our neighbors. Yeah. I don't rely on my, I mean, I kind of do, but I don't fucking rely on my neighbors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. do my own shit. Well, the whole, yeah, the whole, like, nuclear family, single family, detached home, like, my paradise that nothing infringes upon is, it's a very modern American invention, but we think of it as, like, sort of traditional, traditional, but it's, you look at any traditional culture and it looks nothing like that, like, your parents (laughs) live with you, your neighbors are, like, connected to you, you're bartering, whatever, you're, even, like, rural towns and traditional cultures are dense, because, like, you want to be near people. You, you don't want to be secluded. And um, ultimately, people rely upon each other in a neighborly way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay, Colleen, we're, <laughs> we're going to get out of your kitchen. <laughs> Are um, we coming back to Dope or Nope? We're doing Dope or Nope. I'm asking permission. I, want, I just want one. You're the seventh employee at Generate. Can we get one story or no? Yeah. Do yeah. you have a good, like, what were the early Generate days like? Just uh, like... Um, this isn't after we'll, we'll do a, yeah, no, no, of course. We'll do a whole other podcast just on this, but <laughs> it, it, I know it's like, we're really just, we're just ramming it in here. <laughs> well, just one, just like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah no, no. Can we do a quickie. Is yeah. That, let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. So, um, early days, this was late 15, early 16. Um, we had these awesome offices in Petro Hill, right? So you talked to Scott, you talked to Jigger, you talked to Natan, you know, they were a little funky, right? Like definitely a little more beat up than I would have expected for, you know, this very innovative distributed energy financing platform. Um, a ton of spirit, a ton of amazing talent. I mean, like the talent around the room was crazy. I mean, we were doing stuff that we just had to do because no one else was doing it. And by the way, it was super competitive. When we yeah. when, when I joined, we, we thought we were like going to do all this cool stuff in battery storage. Next thing you know, Aries shows up and does green charge networks. Lost that deal. Fucking mm-hmm. McCory shows up and does advanced microgrid. Susan Kennedy's shop. Yeah. Lost that fucking deal. We float them a term sheet. <laughs> Lost that fucking deal. Right? So you were just losing. In their no, days. dude, it was crazy. No, no, it was, it was a struggle. You're bus. like, and then I left and they did great. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. No, it was a struggle. Bus, no, that's right? what like hones you though. That's how you figure yeah. out what you're oh, going to yeah. actually serve. Yeah. 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 And like, like really where, you know, and, but, but the other thing too, that was super amazing, which is true even now is the trust of our shareholders, right? Like we had such amazing shareholders, investors that yeah. gave us 
the window of opportunity to just make it work. Yeah. Right. And like trust is hard as we all know, it takes time. And just, we had that and, and we sort of parlayed that trust in creating just new, new initiatives. Right. Like, again, we underwrote this whole thing called flexibility. Cause if you look like right. we looked at the market, we're like, solar guys are doing solar. Can't compete there. Right. Battery guys are doing batteries. We just got fucked three times. Wind guys are doing, we're not going to do that. We had an amazing John, John Denan ran this business. Um, the waste energy, like, and mm. Janice yeah. Trant. You guys did that for a while. Oh right? yeah. And yeah. now it's like, I still think today the biggest chunk of generates book is waste energy. Very early there. It's like wow. anaerobic digesters, uh, that, and they've got, um, uh, heat, like heat. landfill gas. Yeah. Or, LFG yeah. and just all kinds of, yeah. um, and then, so for us, like on the battery side, we're like, well, you know what? We're going to underwrite flexibility, right? Like what is like, regardless, like no technology silos, we're truly going to underwrite the electron and the flexibility mm. of that electron. And we're going to think about who's going to buy that flex at what yeah. price, at what volume? No, literally tax flex. Yeah. Mm. No, no, but that, that is the origin. And, and yeah, it was just one cool. of those things where, cause, and it took us a while to do that. And the banks really like in 2018, 2019, finally got keen to it. They're like, wow, that makes sense. Yeah. That actually is how distributed infrastructure is going to roll out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing that was, that was just paramount at generate is listen to customers. What do these people want? Yeah. They don't, again, they don't give a fuck about the widget. Right. Unless it creates value, preferably immediate instant gratification. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So figure that one out. And, and yeah, we're just very lucky to have an awesome, awesome group. Does Jigger like, uh, would you, would you talk to him about the Electropolis? Oh, fuck. Yeah. We talk about the Electropolis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd appreciate me saying that him at the DOE, but <laughs> well, he, he is the Electropolis. <laughs> I think, I think he would be the first mayor. If there were an Electropolis, one hundred percent. Whoever, yeah. yes, yeah. Whoever the meme maker is, which we don't actually know on the yeah. meme account. Electropolis mayor Jigger, Jigger. Make Shaw. a meme of that <laughs> Jigger as mayor <laughs> of the, the Electropolis. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> um. Okay. I'd love. You know, we'd love to go on this more. Your energy star of America. You can do anything you want. What's the one policy you pick? One policy. Yeah. You can do like Ooh. you can only change no one HOAs, thing. no PS, nothing. Mm. You just hammer in one policy, like true dictator. Mm. Energy only, United States. Ooh. Energy only market, no capacity. Capacity markets. Ooh, I like it. I love it. Over. He said and it all. It, and is it one market, the whole U.S.? No, FERC can still figure it out in various ISOs, just but capacity. there's capacity yeah. done. I bet yeah. you'd see so, renewables bye-bye. grow a lot. I think so. I think that would I think that would create the electropolis. Yeah. Fuck capacity markets. <laughs> capacity markets are a perversion. Wow. They're a creation I've, of the past. I've been Wow. I've been this thinking this. I'm going I'm I'm with you. I'm on the fuck capacity markets train. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, fuck them. I've always been like you know, I've obviously You've always been fuck. What are you no, talking no, no, about? No, but I you know, I've been a little but sometimes balanced. Sometimes you like, want to like pretend but, you know, that I'm you like don't... pretending that but yeah. no, fuck. Yeah, just lean yeah, in. Yeah, no, like <laughs> It, it, it perverts like look back in the day like 1950 so the great book right you should throw this on the, uh catherine blunt yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah of course california burning oh yeah amazing I, book i know we i just got it, it. I, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. I read it like in france like three weeks ago it's fucking amazing and the crazy thing about it is all of these perversions of what we'd say today is like a real-time market come about from 
the origin of generation and transmission and distribution, which was extremely capital intensive, very slow yeah. and very just like infrastructure oriented. So we don't need capacity markets and the right. DERs don't require capacity markets. Right. Capacity markets are fiction of the past. Like the true yeah, from like a centralized system. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's that. And that would unleash the real future. Yeah. Duncan, I mean, I get what you're saying too. Like you go fully vertically integrated, you know, screw the speculators. I, I get that position too. Well, yeah. And that's not mine, but that's not, but a, I, like, I, know, I like entertaining. That's it, not though. a capacity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's just central planning. planning. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a different thing. Okay. Entirely. We're ripping through dope or nope. All right. I wrote a few down, but you guys can jump in. We have to ask him Derms. Derms. That's Duncan's favorite. Dope. Okay, interesting. Tesla as a rep. Ooh. <laughs> my home my homegirl Anna's there, so dope. <laughs> Davos. Nope. <laughs> Whack. I, I just had to hear you say it. Whack. HVDC. High voltage. The, DC. Yeah, DC. like Fresh big current. transmission. Yeah. Basically yeah. just like big grid. Like big, big grid. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Franchise rights. Mm. Like utility Utilities franchise, franchise right to own all infrastructure. It's like in you can't build community microgrids. Can't build nope. wires. Yeah. <laughs> nope. So that was a bit of a leading. Yeah, that's all you needed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Small modular nuclear SMRs. Dope. Dope. Iso Light. dope. Iso dope. Oh. Light water reactors. Big, big boys. Big news. Um, so I think based on Germany's experience, dope. They should oh have, they, yeah, They're, they okay. should have. They should yeah. have like, kept like that. Keep them yeah. running. They just yeah. pushed them out to France. Like that kind of fucked them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. What happened there? Um, I don't even know what this is. DSO distribution. You. We don't have to ask that Whatever. one. Do you guys? Have, do you guys yeah. have any you want to add? Um, hydrogen. Um, I've heard it's expensive. <laughs> Therefore, nope. <laughs> Hydrogen <laughs> with a $3 per ton ITC. Oh, pretty cheap now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Post IRA, it's cheap. Yeah. Well, potentially. Yeah, but ten, yeah. It, yeah. like, it's apparently a pretty lucrative. It's a very rich subsidy. Rich subsidy. Where does it sit on the quote bridge to bankability? I don't know. Dude, my But it doesn't decline. A, well, like the it's like locked in for like 20 years. Oh, wow. Right. Sounds like it's getting more bankable. Okay. Hydrogen City. Anyway, sounds like, like the Hydropolis. Hydropolis. Houston like may mope. be a Hydropolis, honestly. Like it's going to oh, yeah, be oil be and gas Houston, that does yeah. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got any others? No. I think that's good. Big shouts. Big shouts. You got big shouts for anyone? Big shouts. You can just rip them off as fast as you want. Um, Colleen. Oh, my gosh. James. That's fucking right. Well, big shouts to Colleen. <laughs> Duncan. Nice to see you guys in the flesh, right? For sure. Um, my man Jigger. Uh, always. Always. The, the always. Big shouts to Jigger. <laughs> For sure. He's the most big shouted person. Yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna get shout, some sort give, of reward. Give big shouts to the, you know, show some love to the, to the I'm gonna guy. give uh I'm gonna give big shouts to um Senya for sleeping through this whole episode. That's right. <laughs> Big shouts to Senya. Oh yes, our yes. Lord and Savior. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Big shouts. Big shouts. Um, what else? Um, Abby. 
Big shout. Big shouts to Avi. Yeah. At, what is he? At Avi Mandana? At Avi Mandana. Most Madonna. criminally underfollowed account on Twitter. I would well, agree. He's highest so engagement. I, I see, possibly I the best person on energy Twitter. Yeah. I want to yeah. see 2,000 likes, but two follows. I want 1,000 to one. Yeah, he's he's like up there. No, so I'll pay him. I'll pay him. Like literally like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for every follow that he gets. Like, yeah. I will literally just cut him a check. All right. I love it. Um. Yeah, shit. What I mean? What Catherine Blunt? Big shout. Oh, big shout. Oh, yeah. Huge. That's a great book. Huge yeah. shouts, Catherine Blunt. Huge shouts. Sure. Yeah. Uh, our boy, our boy, John Arnold. Big shouts, Johnny Arnold. Yeah, he got a, he got a lot of callouts. Yeah, for who sure. Is, who is this guy? Oh, I have no idea. Come Andrew Fastow, former Enron. <laughs> big shouts. <laughs> no, no shouts. <laughs> Zero shouts. John Arnold was the famous trader at Enron, who then went on, started his own fund, and became the greatest commodities trader of all time basically okay yeah yeah, yeah. james's dream <laughs> i mean i'm not a trader i'm not smart i just nah, you'll, you'll get there we'll get some <laughs> hopefully we we get the next johnny arnold hopefully works yeah yeah energy, exactly you know? yeah no and then just like every honestly every renter out there ah big, big, big shouts shout to renters shout to renters yeah like you know Love that credit or no credit we should all have access should be affordable i like right? it that's a perfect place to end yeah love it Awesome. Peace out from the Electropolis. Thanks for joining (laughs) us.